theyeshiva.net. We're holding Rosh Hashanah, Davav Ahmed Aleph. One, two, three, four, five. Five lines from the bottom. Amarava. The discussion until here was on the sugya around the meaning around the pasuk and parshas kiseitze kisidur neder la hashem lekecha loisa acher l'shalmai. When you make a pledge, a promise for Hashem, do not delay paying it up, fulfilling your vow, your pledge. Because Hashem will demand it from you and it will cause for you a void of sin. This is the famous mitzvah of Balta Acher, or in the words of the Pasuk, do not delay. And the Gemara throughout the sugya, throughout the last few pages, was analyzing this mitzvah from different angles, including what goes in to this mitzvah. In other words, what type of pledge, what type of neder. So the Gemara now continues, Amar Rava, Rava said, Kivan alav regal echad The moment one yamtav passes, you already transgress a mitzvah's asay by not bringing the carbon that you, was, that you pledged you're going to bring. In other words, when it comes to loisa acher, the Pasuk doesn't give us a time limit. So the Chazal came along and said that the time limit is three Yom Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. How did they come up with that? So we learned earlier, the Gemara says, on Avdalet, because in Parshas Re'eh, when the Torah discusses the three Yom Tovim at length, the halachas of each Yom Tov, of Pesach, of Shavuos, of Sukkot, and it finishes off and says, "Shalosh pamim b'ashana yira kol tzchurches pnei Hashem alakech b'makom ashayivcha b'chag hamatzus b'chag hashavus b'chag hasukus." Three times a year you should show up, and the Gemara says that those three that that b'chag hamatzus b'chag hashavus b'chag hasukus those words are unnecessary; they're superfluous because we have been discussing these three yamim tayvim throughout the parsha. All you could have said was. During these three times, and we know which three times, it's not Chanukah, Purim, and Tu Bishvat. We're talking in Parshas today about Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. You should come to, to Yerushalayim to the play, to see Hashem's face, so to speak. Why does he say Bechagamatzah, 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 It's superfluous to teach you a new Allah. And it says afterwards, Don't show up empty-handed. It's teaching you that that which you have to bring because of pledges throughout the year, so you have Chagamatzus, Chagashvus, Chagasukas. Now we'll remember that there were different opinions, right? Reb Shimon demanded Pesach, Shvus, and Sukkot has to be in order. Tanakame, and that's the halacha, doesn't have to be in order. Three, Pesach, Shvus, Sukkot, or Shvus, Sukkot, Pesach, the order doesn't matter. We had the shit of Reb Meir, even one Yom Tov Yoyver and Baltacher. We have the shit of Reb Elezeb and Yaakov, two Yom Tov Yoyver and Baltacher. And you have the fifth shit of Reb Elezeb, the son of Reb Shimon by Yechai, who disagrees with his father and says, it's all about Sukkot. Sukkot is the Baltach. But the conventional shit of Tanakam, which is the Halach the way the Rambam paskins it, I mean, it's Halach of course, in the laws of Baltacher, is that it's Pesach Shvuah Sukkot in terms of three, not necessarily the order. Comes Rav and says, you're right. The Loises of Baltacher... The negative mitzvah, don't delay, that you will only transgress if three holidays pass, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. But there's another halacha. And the halacha is, if one Yom Tov passes, for example, I pledge to bring a carbon shlomim on Purim, on the day of Purim. Balta Acher, I'll only be over when 
after Sukkot ends and I didn't bring it. I still have to bring it, but I'm going to be over on Baltacher. The carbon is still going to be kosher, even if I bring it after next Sukkot, as long as it's a kosher carbon, but I was over on Baltacher. It was already too late. It was a late carbon with late fees. There's no fees, but uh, so to speak, you're beyond, beyond the, the time of payment. The tax is after, uh, after the right time. However, the Rav says the moment the first yomtiv passes, so for example, I made this the, the, the pledge on, in other on Purim. The moment Pesach passes, I didn't transgress Baltach, but I transgressed a mitzvah's essay. Which mitzvah's essay? So Rashi says, on not bringing this carbon, we're using here the Pasuk that actually the mayor used for Baltach. What's this Pasuk of Again, it's in Parshish Re'eh. If you have the Pesukim on the side, they quote the Pesukim fully. The Pasuk says as follows. You can't bring your Karbonus wherever you want. To the, the place where Hashem chose us, to place His name there, that's the place you should go to, the place of His dwelling. You should seek out the place of His Shechina. That's where you should go. That's where you should come. The next Pasuk. When you come there, bring there what? All your carbonists. Carbon oilers, carbon shlomim, maestros, trumas, nadarim, nadavas, pchayras. Everything you should bring. What do we look, how do you touch this literally? Literally you touch it, okay, you should come there, because that's the place, and when you come there, you bring... Your carbonus, which carbonus, whichever carbonus you want to bring, whichever carbonus you have to bring, but you have to do it there. Chazal, however, taichd uvasa shama v'havesim shama, not uvasa when you come, uvasa shama, because those words are superfluous. Obviously, you'll by when you you bring something, you have to come there. I can't bring something somewhere if I don't come there. Could have said you. That's the place v'havesim shama. Uvasa shama, they learned that the chiyuv v'havesim is when there's an obligation to come. Uvasa, when you're going to come there, you're going to come there anyway. Why are you going to come there? Because you have a chiyav aliyah regal Pesach Shavuot then you have to bring everything you were obligated to bring in. In other words, there's a separate mitzvah, that when there's a chiyav to come, you have to bring everything that's been waiting in your house to be brought. It's a special chiyav. Uvasa shama. When you're obligated to come, which is not three of them, you don't have to wait for three to be obligated to come, Right? You have to, you're obligated to come every yomtif. Whenever you're obligated to come, you have to come with a package. Which package? Everything that's waiting in your house to be brought. Per, or in other words, all the pledges that you have promised and you didn't bring. Now, Reb Meir learned from this, Balta Acher is one yomtif. Chachamim said, no way. Balta Acher is Balta Acher. That's three of them. But this is a mitzvah's essay. So that's what the Rav is saying. You're over on an essay because you did not bring it. This you don't have to wait for three Yamantov. Now, even though the Gemara said this earlier, in explaining how the Rabbanan dealt with Reb Meir, because Reb Meir learned from her Baltacher, so the Chachamah say, no, the Rabbanan don't hold Baltacher, but they hold it's an essay. So it's what the Rav is suddenly being Mechadish. Yeah. So the Ritva says it was after Rav said it that the, Chacham, the Gemara can explain that that's the shit of the Rabbanan versus Reb Meir. It was the Rav who explained it. The Svasemis, however, 
Kedarka has a, a little kvetcher, and he says that when we said earlier that you're in an essay, it could be if somebody was oiled a regal to Yerushalayim, <coughs> then he went back home, say, after Pesach, and he didn't bring it, so then he was oiled on the essay. But let's say he was oiled to Yerushalayim, and he stays a few days after Pesach. He wants to visit his cousins. So he stays a few days after Pesach, and he's still there. You would think, even Yom Tov, the Yom Tov passed, maybe he wasn't over. Maybe he wasn't over because he's still in Yerushalayim. So Rav is saying, no, the moment Yom Tov passes, you're over even if you stay in Yerushalayim. But I'll call upon him, this is what Rav tells us, don't confuse Balta Acher with a license just to wait the whole year. Don't wait. Because the moment after Yom Tov passes, you were over, not on a license, but on an essay. The Torah says you should bring it Yom Tov, and you didn't. Vlek de Gemara Meisma. It's interesting, Rashi writes, Oiver be'ese al hakorban, the ksiv obasa shama v'havesa. So the question is, if Rashi actually means here to say that the essay, you would be over only on karbonis, not on other pledges. On other pledges, you wouldn't be over. In other words, and that would be Negea Lamaisa, the Sefer HaChinuch says that this essay is noyek only b'smancha b'samiktash kayim, when people could bring karbonis. Today we can't bring karbonis, so there's no, uh, there's no, there's no essay. Although the pasuk says v'havesim shama eloseichem v'zivchechem ma'isroiseichem trumas yetchem, not only carbonus, right? <coughs> also things like trumas and ma'isros, which are not only bezman habayis. So that's a very interesting thing. The Rashi is medayik over be'esi ala carbon. The ksiva basar shama. Now it's obviously the pasuk is primarily speaking about carbonus. That's clear. The whole the whole theme there in parshas today is that you don't bring carbonus wherever you want. You have to bring it in your shalayim. But Rashi's Madaik Oivad Allah Karban. So that's interesting. But Pashtus, the Pasik is speaking about at least primarily about Karbanas. Sumatamasa, you don't have to be a Dafka in your Shalayim to bring it. Right, right. Trumas and Maisidas is not your Shalayim. Besides Maisashani. Besides Maisashani. So that could be that's why Rashi's Madaik and Karbanas. It's interesting that the Rambam argues with Rashi. The Rambam in Hilchis Maisar Karbanas says that you're over in an essay on everything that you're mechuyev. Nidorim, Nidovis, Karbonus, Maestris, and Matnasaniyim. Matnasaniyim also. The Rambam Paskins, you're over in an essay. You're over in an essay once Yom Tov passes. And this would mean, even after the Besamekdash. So, the Gemara Meisva, the Bnei HaYeshiva, asked a question. What's the very interesting question of a story that happens? Story has a little, needs a little background. There's a Mishnah Masech Tmura. Let's say I uh, vow to bring a carbon shlamim, and I separate it. I say here, this uh, this mother sheep, this female sheep, is a carbon shlamim. It happens to be that she becomes pregnant. She becomes pregnant, or I segregated her. I was maktish her when she was pregnant. Uh, I, I sanctified <coughs> her when she was pregnant. Oh, she becomes pregnant afterwards. I delay the time till I offer it. Now, before I bring her to the Mizbeach, she has a baby, What's the status of this baby? What's the status of this baby? The baby was born from a carbon shlamim already, right? Because it was after the hektish. Not the baby was born before. The baby was born before, it's no issue. Baby was born. We learned before by a chatos, you remember? There's a halacha l'mayshu misina, a very, a very, I would say, intriguing and perhaps difficult halacha l'mayshu misina about chamesh chatoyes hameses. The five carbonus chatos that there's nothing to do with it, you have to let it die. We spoke about it. one of them was the Rishatevis Vesimna, Vav Sav Memnonai, one of them was Vlad Chatos. 
the baby of the chattas that's born, which of course could be avoided if you take your chattas and you makdash it right before you makrev it. So there's no, uh, you don't give it, you don't give it time to become pregnant, etc. That would be avoided. But what about ashlamim? So he says the chachamim hold that the baby has the same status like the mom, like the mother. Is the mother is a carbon shlamim. You bring the baby as a shlamim. That's the shit of chacham. The Beliezer holds that it's similar to a chatos. That this child you can't bring as a carbon shlamim. It's similar to a chatos. Why? Why did he hold? He felt that people have to be motivated to bring their carbonus right away. You're going to be maktish a mother, and you're going to say, you know what, I don't have time now. So you're going to leave it in the house. It's going to have one baby, another baby, another baby, and suddenly there's going to be a whole herd, all carbonus. They're all carbonus shlamim. And then basically a person is certainly going to start using it, maybe do work with it, maybe share it for its wool, which are all things that are absolutely prohibited with something that is hektish. So that's what Rashi explains in Tmura, the shit of Rebeleze. In order to avoid all this, he said, you know what, such a baby... You can't even let live. So people will right away bring the carbon and all these problems won't exist. The Rambam holds that the reason of Rebbe Leza was Mitzat Balta Acher, actually. If, you, if people delay it, they're going to be even on Balta Acher. That's the reason. I'll call upon them, the Chachamim weren't afraid of this. And they said, you have a baby, you have a baby. It's a carbon shlok. Now comes the story. The Mishnah says, continues in Tmur, Daf Yudches. Hey, Rebbe Yeshua, Rebbe Papias, Alvlat Shlomim, Sheikrav Shlomim. Came Rabbi Yeshua and Rav Papias, and they both testified that the halacha that was accepted was like the Chachamim. If a carbon shlomim has a child, you makrev it in the base hamikdash as a shlomim. Not like Rabbi Eliezer, who holds that the child has to be left to die. Omar Rav Papias. Rav Papias said, "What do you mean? What do you mean he's testifying? What is he testifying? This is what he holds. It's not testimony." He says, "No, it's an aid." Omar Rav Papias, "Ani meit. I'm an aid. I'm a witness." Shahoisalano parashos of chishlamim. We had a cow which was sanctified as an offering of shlamim. And it's important that it was an offering of shlamim. For example, you could also be at Maktish as an oila, but then you can't eat it. Then it has different halachas. Every carbon has its genre, its laws. It was a para that was sanctified as a shlamim. And what did we do? We ate this cow during Yom Tov Pesach. This was our meal. Now, this is not the carbon Pesach. The carbon Pesach is brought on Erev Pesach, which is not a cow. Can't be a cow. It's either a sheep or a goat. But this is not the Pesach, the carbon Pesach. It was a carbon Shlomim that we ate during the holiday of Pesach. And you know what? This mother, this cow, had a calf. She had a baby before she was slaughtered. And we ate this as a carbon Shlomim on Yom Tefam Chak. Which usually in Chazal, the term Chag applies to Sukkis. Ah, this is a Mishnah in Torah, an Edis. So first of all, we learn from here that the child could be offered, and the child could be eaten as a carbon. Wonderful, we ate it on Sukkis, in Yerushalayim, of course. You can't eat it outside of Yerushalayim. But the main thing we learn from here is, when was this baby born? <laughs> when was this baby born? Before its Pesach. mother was slaughtered Pesach. The baby had to be born before Pesach. Pesach or before Pesach. No, and when did they offer it? Sukkot. They didn't offer it on Pesach and ate it on Sukkot. <laughs> it would have been a hard time. Unless, I mean, they had a freezer that we don't know about. Right? Besides, it's a carbon. A carbon you can't eat after two days. It's called noisy. You have to burn it. Even if they had a good, a good freezer, which they didn't. So it's impossible. So when were they makrivit on Sukkot? So the Bishleim of a Pesach loyakrivua. 
I can understand that on Pesach, they didn't sacrifice, they didn't offer. The child, Amor, you could say, Pasha practically, it was still not ripe. The time, it was missing time. The Pasuk, of course, says, in Vayikrach uh, of we all know the Pasuk, Shoy, Rekesev, Vayez, Ki Yivaleid, Vahayashivas Yamim, Tachas Imoy, Umayoy Mashmini, Vahayay Ratzalakar. Any calf, a baby sheep, a baby goat that is born, you have to wait seven days. Seven days it's with his mother. On the eighth day and up, it could become a carp. If this baby was born the second day of Pesach, no. so there's nothing to do. Even the first day of Pesach. Oh, so tachas imoy, that's a good question. It says seven days it has to be under the mother. Tachas imoy doesn't mean that the mother also has to be with the baby. The mother you could shecht right away. You mean without nursing? It could nurse from other mothers. It does. I mean, uh, you ever see in a, in a farm, yeah, a sheep doesn't have a mother, go to another mother. Yeah, that the halach is not like Rebelezer. Rebelezer says you can't do anything with the baby, the carbon shlaman baby. If you were, the fact that they did it sukkahs, that has a shaykhs to the halach? No, no, no. The fact that it's a sukkahs, he's just saying random. But we, we are... We he are, could have done it a week later. Too. Yeah, we're zooming in oh, into that detail. We're zooming in the detail to refute Rava. We can do it anytime. Rava said you were over on the essay. We're not choshed of papias or tana. No, over on the essay. If one yomtiv passes, baltacha they weren't over because sukkahs didn't pass yet. It was good. Baltacha they're good. That's why it had to be sukkahs. But Rava said the moment a yomtiv passes, you're over on the essay. How can they let this baby? Over Shavuot. Mele Pesach, they couldn't be at Makrev. Right. You can't be at Makrev, you're not over on Essay. Torah is not saying be Makrev when you're not allowed to be Makrev something, right? That's foolish. So Pesach is not a problem. How did they allow the child, the baby, to pass through Shavuot? And they were over on a mitzvah's Essay, according to Rava, who says that if you're delayed, you're one nether or you're nadava, even one yom tif, you are mavatel a mitzvah's essay. Vahavesim shama is the charaya that Rava is wrong. You're not over. You could leave it after shvuz. You could leave it to sukkahs. Amar Reb Zvid Mishmei Rava. So Reb Zvid answers in the name of Rava, who has to defend himself. It's a good question, <laughs> and the only thing I can come up with shahayechol about Saras. The baby became sick on shvuz or before shvuz, and therefore. He was disqualified to bring as a carbon. The question is why? So he was sick. So Toysvah says, the first Toysvah was Vavah Beis. The Pasala HaKrava, you're not allowed to bring an ill animal. Even if it's not blemished in the sense that it's a Balmum, it's possible. It's going to recover. But you're not allowed to bring an ill animal as a carbon. If it's too old, if it's sick, if it's Mezuham, if it's uh, dirty. It's learned out from Vayikra, it says, From the sheep, from the goats, the Chazal say it's obvious that Moshe Rabbeinu is indicating not all sheep and not all goat, only from. So some are being excluded, which are being excluded. The Torah clearly excludes those that have blemishes, missing an arm, missing a limb. It's excluding something new that we wouldn't know. And that includes, one of them is ill. And Torah says, There's actually a clear posik in Malachi, Perek Aleph, 
כיסגישו פיסח, מה פסח? כיסגישו פיסח וכוילה אין רע. If you offer to Hashem an animal that is פיסח, meaning it limps or it's sick, אין רע, is this not a negative uh, thing to do? So therefore, if this baby was sick on Shavuos, Rava says, if it's in the name of Rava, they couldn't. So of course you're not mevatla mitzvah sesa, you can't break it. Oh, so Rashi says, Hoyechoyle Havlad, Havlad. Toysva says the same thing, Pasulak Rava. I saw Rabbi Nechanamel, on the bottom of Amir Aleph, Rabbi Nechanamel says, the second line from the bottom, Rabbi Nechanamel, Oparik Ribzvid, Kigoyen Shohoyu Habaylim Choylim Batzeres. The owner was sick on Shavuos, Veloy Aluk. They couldn't make a Lila Regal, Veloy Chagagu, and they couldn't bring a carbon Shlomim. And he says, And then we'll see in a moment, Rabashi will give a second answer, Pasha to it's obvious. So the point is, Rabbeinu Hanama learns that the owner was sick on Shavuos, not the baby was sick. <laughs> if the owner is sick, he's not Mechuyiv Aliyah Regal, there's no Uvasa. No, there's no Uvasa. No, no, listen. Uvasa means when you have to come, Vavesem. But if you don't have to come, there's no Chiyiv Vavesem. In such a case, you would say that if somebody couldn't come on Sukkot, he would have another... You're saying, you're it wouldn't be an issue. That's what you're saying. It's not an issue. But it's not a vasa v'aveisem. There's no chiyu v'avasa. There's no chiyu v'avasa on him. So there's no chiyu v'aveisem because he's sick. That's what Rabbi Nechananel teaches. It could be Rashi and Toysavis hold, send him through a shliach. Okay, you can't come. Send the animal through a shliach because it's a chiyuv that already applies so to the animal. Kind of right. no could be that's the argument. Rabbi Nechananel holds. It's not negated to the animal. It's, as we love saying today, it's adin in the cheftza, it's adin in the gavra, right? And uh, Toysavis and Rashi would hold, no, that's why Rashi is medayik dafka the vlad. What's negated Rashi this way or that way? Perhaps if the person is sick, he could send the animal through a shliach. But if the animal is sick, it won't help you having a shliach. You're not allowed to bring the animal. You're not allowed to bring the animal. What's, what's going to help you? You're not allowed to be makrif. So how can you be mavatla mitzvah's essay by not doing what the Torah says you shouldn't do? You're not being mavatla mitzvah's essay. You're not allowed to bring such an animal. You have to wait for sukkahs. So Rava has been, Rava's view has been saved. Rabashi Yama Rabashi says there's no need for this whole maisa. We ate the baby on Chag. It doesn't mean Sukkot. It means Shavuos. In other words, they shechted it and they ate it on the first Yom Tev. So they weren't even on the Mitzvah Sasseh. Again, Rav's position was maintained. Rav himself couldn't give this answer that Chag means Shavuos, not Sukkot. Why did the Zvid have to come up with this Hechitimtza that you have to say that the baby was sick? And for the Gemara, call Hecha the Tani Pesach, Tani Yatzemes. Because there's a klal. When you read Mishnayis, you see that wherever the Tana says Pesach, and afterwards he wants to speak about Shavuos, he usually changes the name to Atzeres. When he's just speaking about Shavuos on its own, so it could be called a Chag. When it's a contrast to Pesach, it's usually Pesach and Atzeres. Since it says here Pesach and Chag, it would seem like that's the name for Sukkot. That's why Rabbi Zvid was uncomfortable saying it was Shavuos, so he came up with his own idea. That what? That the animal was sick. According to the Ashi, would have to say, that uh, here it's so clear that it means Shavuos, because if not, you have to say they were even on the that the Tana was in Makbit to say Chag, even though he means Shavuos, not Sukkot, because that's what they did for. Right? The Ashi would argue on that, obviously. Zog Amar says, Kivan Shavru Lav Shloy Shere Golem B'chol Yom V'yom Ovi B'Baltache 
another detail. <coughs> Once three Yomim Toivim pass, and you didn't bring your carbon, now every day, every day you're Oivin on Baltacher. It's not a one time. Pesach Shvu Sukkah is passed, you're Oivin on Baltacher. Every day that you don't bring the carbon, you're Oivin again on Baltacher. Every morning, it's a baltach. The moment you have to bring a carbon, and the, the day you bring a carbon, it's over. No more baltachin anymore. It's not pshat. Pesach shvu sukkah ended. You even on baltachin, and now bring it. Bring it six months later. It's a shnish negayah. Every day you're even on baltachin. Lecha in a time when you can't bring it, you're not over. For example, Shabbos. I can't bring my carbon on Shabbos. I can't bring a carbon yachin on Shabbos. It's chilul Shabbos. L'cha'ayda, you're not over. L'cha'ayda, when you can't bring it, l'cha'ayda, you're not over. For example, at night, at night, I'm not over on Baltachin. It's b'chalyon. At night, you're not allowed to bring a carbon. B'yom tzavoy, so carbon has to be brought by day. I'm saying this because the Me'iri asks an interesting question. Abbeinu Menachem Amiri says that there's a Gemara in Baba Metziah. We know that there's a din of kaiver schar sacher. You're not allowed to hold back the wage of an employee, to the point that it says, right, if he worked for the day, by you for the day, he was a day employee, so you have a whole night to collect the money, and by morning, you have to pay him, until the morning. So the Gemara says in Bab Metziah, that you're not mechuyiv, in this lav, achi agiyah ha Till the morning comes, but the Gemara says the Chiyav is only the first morning. The first morning you didn't pay him, that's the license. Afterwards, it's not a Chiyav every single morning. So the Me'iri says, why here does Ravah say it's a difference? So he says you can't compare. Because when you're holding back the wage of an employee, even though you're Mechuyav the first morning, once that Chiyav is there, it continues day and night. It doesn't stop. But by a carbon, you're not allowed to bring a carbon by night. Since you're not allowed to bring a carbon by night, so therefore when the night comes, you can't say, Balta'acha, you're delaying the carbon. It's the middle of the night. So tomorrow morning, there's going to be a new, a new chiyuv to be at Makrev. So therefore it's going to be also a Balta'acha in a new way because I'm delaying it post the time. Lamayna according to this, it would be an afkemina that by tztaketake, where you can give, where you can, uh, you can distribute it at night, it would be, it would be the same gather. Like because it's never it's never interrupted. That's how the Meiri is mechalik that it's tafke bayoyim and not balaylo. So every day becomes a new a new Indian of baltach. Does say I think in Kisve Harizal that uh, you don't give to a duck at night. Pushki you don't give at night, right? You give during the day, but uh, I don't think it's negated to this thing. I once heard from the Lubavitcher Rebbe. He said that he was in Paris. And it was at night, and he was in shul, and he put in tzedakah to a pushka. So he came over to him and said, You don't know what it says in Kisver Arizal, that uh, you don't give tzedakah at night. So he felt guilty. So he said he told his shver, the Rebbe Rayatz, he told him the mice. And he asked, you know, so he said, Yene gitnish by tog, He doesn't give by day, so he's perturbed that you give at night. Zag de gemara vayte. But a carbon you can't bring at night. This is <laughs> now, sometimes people make machas. If I never give stuck, I hate that other people give stuck. So you're not allowed to give at night. No, even when it says in Kisra, it doesn't mean if there's a poor man, there's a chi of somebody, he needs to put it away like a pushka. 
It's not going to a hungry man right now. They ring my doorbell at 10, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, they can't count it. 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 They Right. The poor guy comes to. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mesva, they asked a new question on Rav. We have a Bryce. The Bryce says, here we're introducing a whole new concept into this whole suit. The Bryce? As far as we're concerned at this point, Balta Ache, you transgress only after a certain amount of time, namely, three Amim Taivim, Pesach, Shul, Sukkot. Again, there's the other opinions, the other four opinions, but that's the primary halachic opinion. Comes a new Bryce and says, there's another din here, just to make it a little more complicated. Echad B'chor, whether you have a B'chor, and a B'chor, let's remember, is what? The male firstborn of your mammals, your cattle, and your sheep. And when it has a pchar, the din is that the firstborn doesn't belong to you, it belongs to the kayan. And you have to give it to a kayan, and the kayan is obligated to offer it in the base of Mikdash, and then it's his, he can eat it and enjoy it. We speak about it every morning, ha-pchar, ra-maiser, ra-pesach, kachim kalim, shkitasun b'chalmakim ba-azara, right? Ha-pchar ene nechal ela, l'kayanim, that's the carbon pchar. And all other karbonas, kivon shavur aleim shana, the moment a full year passes, beloi regalim, Without Yomim Toivim, now I know that this is a very strange comment, a year passes without Yomim Toivim, like, really? How do we get a year without Pesach, Shavu, Sukkot? That would be interesting. But that's what the Braises says. A year passes without Yomim Toivim, or Regalim B'loy Shana, or three Yomim Toivim pass without a year, which we can understand. Right. A year passes without all three to Golem. Or the three to Golem pass without a year. In both of these situations, so we just learned a new vart. Even if theoretically you didn't get through a Pesach Shvuah Sukkot, but you got through a year, you're still In other words, there's two different measurements of time for Baltach. One is Chaga Matzah, Chaga Chaga One is a year. A year passes, you're over now on Baltach. Now the question is, where did this year come up? Where did this year come up? The answer is, that's why the bride says, Echad Pchor. Why is the Pchor get a yichis here? The answer is, because it's learned, it's derived from the Pchor. That's why the bride says, very bidik. It's derived from the Pchor. Meaning, by a Pchor it says, Dvarim Tasvav, Lufnei Hashem Alekecha, Toichlenu, Shana B'Shana. By a carbon chart. You have to eat it before God. Shana b'shana. Year by year. What's year by year? Year after year. Shana b'shana. From here we learn that when I have a b'chor, the limit to give it to the kayan and to him to shecht it and eat it has to be within the year of birth. Shana b'shana. Emes, if he doesn't, or I don't, and he brings it a year later, it's still fine. It's not possible. As the Gemara said earlier that we compare it to Meiser, and truma, that even though you're supposed to bring it in the year, you still have, right, a second year, a third year, beer is actually in the fourth year, and it's kosher truma and maise, even though you're supposed to bring it that year. 
But nonetheless, there's a limit, Shana B'Shana. So the Torah gives a time limit when to be at Makrif. So comes this Bryce and his Mechadish, that from here you learn that Pechayr and all Karbonas, if the year passes, you're over on a Baltacher. Your mamish over on a Baltacher. That's a Gewaldike, a Gewaldike Chiddush. You learn this for all the Karbonas? All the Karbonas from Pechayr, because it says, Call up Pechayr. Call up Pechayr. That's what Toysvah says here. Why does the Bryce single out Pchar? The Ikir Shana B'Pchar Ksiv. Because the word year says by Pchar. Since it says Kalab Pchar Asha Yivalet, Melamech Abchar Nechel Kol Shnasai, Kalayma Diksiv Beitechlan Oshana B'Shana, Oshar HaKachim Darish Asim Diksiv Kar. And you learn out other Karbanas from Pchar because it says the word Kal ha pchayr, kal pchayr ashayivolid, and then it says of Hashem alakecha teichlenu shana b'shana. Clear. What is an interesting? Uh, uh, there's a little shulchan. Something very difficult here. Uvasa shama v'havesim shama. You said you're over on a mitzvah's essay. For balta achi, you have to wait pesach shvuah sukkas. Reb Meir held you're over on balta achi one yom till it says v'vasa shama v'havesim shama. What did the rabbi say? That's a mitzvah's essay. Not a mitzvah's license. Suddenly here, Teichlenu Shana B'Shana is also a mitzvah's essay. It doesn't say Balta Acher after the year. It's a mitzvah's essay. But it becomes a mitzvah's license. Over here, becomes by a Vosah Shama Vavesim Shama, we argue with Reb Meir. You understand the question? Reb Meir held, it was a Balta Acher. One Yom, it was Balta Acher. Chazal, that's not true. It's a mitzvah's essay. Don't mix it up. Reb Meir says, no, I'll give you a svarah. We learned earlier, Reb Meir said, Torah gives a time. The time passes automatically. There's late fees. This is the time. Chacham say, no. When do you pay your mortgage? You have to pay the first. But who pays on the first? You could win the lottery in the meantime, right? Guy will pay you back the loan. You'll be able to get into real estate. I mean, every Jew, you don't pay anything on the first. You wait. You wait. Then late fees. I don't know when the late fees start. After the, you don't have a, you don't have a mortgage yet. Okay. <laughs> Anybody here pays a mortgage? No. <laughs> when do late fees start? 16th. On the sixteenth. So what's the gather between one and sixteen? On time you didn't pay, but late you're not, right? The mayor says if it's not on time, it's late. Chachamim say no, it's not on time, but it's not late. There's a separate baltach here. Suddenly, it's not shana b'shana becomes late baltach. So you have to say Azar. The Emes is the Ransas, a very Gishmak. The Emes is the Torah says time, that's the time, afterwards it's late. He says, but when it comes to one Yom Tif, they have another Pasa contradicting it. Chagamatzus, Chagashvuz, Chagasukis, which is superfluous. So they use that to define Balta Acher. Over here, Toichlenu Shana B'Shana means that's the time. After that is Balta Acher. So when you say Balta Acher, what's the time of Balta Acher? Shana B'Shana. So why don't you say Baltach is the time of Vasa Shama Vavesim Shama? Because they have also Chagamatzus, Chagashvuz, Chagasukas to define Baltach. So therefore, they tie in a Baltach is one of two. Either it's Pesach Shvuz Sukas or it's a year. What's the problem here? Vahai mighty Yufte. So the Gemara says, Where's their question on Rava? You said Mesva. They're asking a question on Rava. You quoted a Braisa. Where's their question? Amar Ebkan, Mandaka Moisav, Shaprika Moisav. The one who asked this question on Rava is asking a good question. Michdi, let's see. This Tana is looking to bring out how many sins there are for people who delay to bring their karbonas. If Rav is right, listen, the Brisa should have added. This Brisa is not limiting the issue, he's trying to increase it and show every angle where you're going to be over. 
So he says, if three Yom Tovim pass, you're over. If a year passes without three Yom Tovim, you're over. He should have said one more. You're over on every day. What is Rav going to say? This Tana is looking to establish the times when the love begins. He's not looking to give you the number of lavim. He's trying to establish the amounts of lavim when they begin. If it's bechal yoyim v'yoyim or not bechal yoyim v'yoyim, that's not the function of this b'raisa, so therefore it does not undermine Rav's position. Rashi says, <coughs> He wants to, it's an interesting expression, he wants to notify you, all tzidezman, all the angles of times when balta acher begins. When? After Pesach Shavuos Sukkot. Option two, after a year. In each one, if it's going to be every day, but every day is a repetition of the same love. It's just a repetition. That's not the function of the Braise. So don't start contradicting Rava from this Braise. It's not a contradiction. The Braise doesn't talk about everything. So, but now we have to push to understand the Braise. What's a year without Yom Tov? Gufa, we just learned. If a year passed without Yom Tov, I understand three Yom Tov passed without a year. How? My Bechor was born before Pesach. Pesach passes, Shavuos passes, Sukkot passes. Three of them Tovim pass. Even according to the Pshimen, you have to go in the order. I did three of them. I was over a day after Sukkot, a day Simchas Torah. I'm over on Baal Ta'acher. Fine. How in the world does a year pass without three of them I don't understand. Whenever the time is. When, when, when was it born? It was born in Chodesh Tammuz. The next year, Tammuz, what do you have? You have Sukkot, you have Pesach, you have Shavuos. It was born in Cheshven. The next year, Cheshven, you have Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot. It was born in Ir. The next year, you have Shavuos, Sukkot, Pesach. Hanich, Alamanda is like a Sidran. Mele, according to the Shimon who holds. That Baal Ta'achi only transgresseth what? If the three Yom Tevim pass in their order, Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, which, as the Gemara explained, that's the meaning of the Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah, which is how we got into this whole issue. Rosh Hashanah, that Pesach is Rosh Hashanah, Lirigalim, that Pesach is the first anniversary for Yamam Toivim. Who cares? Who cares? The answer is Rosh Shimon cares. Because he says, you can't start Baltach with Shavuos, you have to start with Pesach. Mashkach Then it makes sense. A year without Yamam Toivim. How? Let's say my Pechor was born a day after Pesach. Or on Lag Boimer? No. A full year comes back. The next Lag Boimer. Do I have Balta Acher? No. Add a Shvuas. Add a Sukkus. Add a Pesach. <coughs> I still have to wait for another Shvuas and another Sukkus. So that's a big Chiddush of the Braise. Even though Mitzad Balta Acher, I'm not over. I'm still over Mitzad Shana B'Shana. That would be a Gewaldike Chiddush. Now, Obviously, the Shimon wouldn't agree with this Chiddush. Because <laughs> the Shimon himself said, you're even about Ta'achir only after the three Yom Tovim in the order. The Chadayah Reb Shimon doesn't hold from this Chiddush. Gesundte hey, Reb Shimon doesn't hold from this Chiddush. But you would tell me that this Tana and the Braisa holds like Reb Shimon in terms of Pesach Shavuah Sukkot. And he also holds that a year makes you be even about Ta'achir. So that's why he has to say his word, because Mitzat Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, you wouldn't be over. Mitzat the year, you're over. 
Right? So we're good. You have to say that the Tana thinks like Rabbi Shimon. You have to say that this Tana holds in one area like Rabbi Shimon. Not he holds yeah, completely yeah. like Rabbi Shimon. Yeah. In one area that Balta Acher is only it, in the order. In order. Yeah. That would work. Elalaman, the less like a Sidron. But the Tana who argues like Rabbi Shimon. Who argues with Rabbi Shimon. And holds you don't need the orders and you don't need the holidays in order. And any three Yamim Toivim impose on you the Isra of Balta Acher. Hechi Mashkachesla. How can this ever happen? That you have a full year passing without three Yomim Tov. Let's see Rashi the question. Hanicha Rashi. Hanicha Laman the boy Kisidra Mishkachas law. The Avrashan of Alei Avrashan Kisidra. A year passed and the Yomim Tovim in their order didn't pass. That I have no problem in the order. In the order. The Limdach, the Kivan, the Avrashan. Afal Pishle Avrashan Kisidra. Chayev. The Savala Kirib Shimon very important Rashi here. <coughs> he agrees with Reb Shimon in one aspect and disagrees with Reb Shimon in another aspect. In other words, he agrees with Reb Shimon that you're not over on Shloysher Regalim if you don't pass in the order. So therefore, if I made a nether before Sukkot, I'm not over after Shavuos, even though Sukkot, Pesach, Shavuos passed. But he argues with Reb Shimon that if a full year passes, even though Shloysher Regalim didn't pass, you're over on Baal te Acher. Why is this so important to Rashi to say? Because if this is the case, why didn't Reb Shimon say, why did Reb Shimon say, only over Baal te Acher if Pesach Shavu Sukkot uh, passes? If a year passes, you're over. Is the Charaya, Reb Shimon doesn't hold from this. So that's why Rashi has to say, I understand Reb Shimon doesn't agree with him. But Reb Shimon and him do agree about one issue, not about all issues, about one issue they can agree. Okay, that works, fine. Now we have the next problem, however. who holds that you don't have to wait kisidron. How can you have a year without shloisha to go? So the Gemara is now going to try to answer. Don't get confused here. Just stay tuned, you'll get it. According to Rabbi Huda Hanasi, who holds about something else, that we don't count a leap year, the extra month in the year, as we'll see in a moment what that means. <laughs> this can work a year without three Amim Toivim in a leap year, a Shonamu Beres. What's that? <coughs> we want to start explaining. The Tanya. We have a Bryce. The Bryce needs a little intro. There's Halach and Parshas Bahar. If somebody in Eretz Yisrael sells a home to another Jew within a city that had a fortress, that had a wall from the days of Yeshua Binun. This was a proper city with a wall, and I sell my house. And this is not Stama house. This is an ancestral house. Remember, the territories that the Jews had in Eretz Yisrael came from their families back all the way to when Eretz Yisrael was divided. So the Torah B'chalal was not very fond of people giving up properties, selling homes or even fields, etc. Even between themselves? You mean in the families themselves? Yeah, but even that, in other words, your territory was your territory, but if you sold it, you sold it. So the halach, but now usually there was no sale more than Yoival. In other words, every sale was up to at most 50 years. Even if you sold it a year before Yoival, a year later it would go back. So everybody understood that sales were very, very uh, limited in scope. 
There's a mitzvah of gula. But there was an exception. It's a very interesting exception. If you sell a house within a walled city, you have a full year to liberate it. Meaning, a whole year I could come to you, the Torah says, give me back my house, I'll give you the money. No problem. However, I quote now from the Pasuk, If you don't redeem your house until a complete year, Torah doesn't say Shana, it says Shana Smima, a whole year, a, a time, a full year passes. That's the end of the Pasuk. The house remains for eternity, forever, to the one who bought it, and even Yoivel does not cancel it out. In other words, after a year, it's lost. It's lost. What's Pshat Shana Smima? What's Shana Smima? Rabbi Yoimir Moinesh Loishmez Veshishim Vechamisha Yoim Kiminyan Yemoisachama. It means not a lunar year, a solar year. You have to count 365 days, which are the days of the sun, and that's when it's over. Chachamimimimim? No. Moinesh Neimasachoidesh Meyoim Leyoim. You count 12 months from day to day. Vim Nisabra Shana Nisabra That means if this was a leap year, so you have an extra 30 days. Good luck. The moicher, the seller, has good mazel. In other words, the buyer lost out on the deal because I have a 13th month in which to get back my house. What does this mean? Generally, there's the solar orbit and the lunar orbit, meaning the orbit of the sun around the earth, or the earth around the sun, however you want to define it, it's not Negei right now, finishes after 365 days. And that's when a year ends and a new year begins. The lunar orbit, meaning the moon going around the earth, finishes not after 365 days, it is actually it finishes after 29 and a half days. In the words of the Evan Ezra, Ein Shana. The moon has no year, and the sun has no month. All the years of the moon are artificial. We make years. We take 12 months, and we say this is a year. So if you now take 12 months of the lunar orbit, you're going to end up with 354 days. So Shana Smima means, Rabbi says, a solar year. 365 days. I sell you my house. We count 365 days. 365 days passes. That's the year. Chachamim say no. Shana here means 12 months. So if I sold it to you, say, Tesvav ear, right? Tesvav ear. <coughs> so I could liberate it till the next year, Tesvav ear. What would that be? If there's a leap year. In other words, a new other came in. So basically... I still have till Tesvav year, which means I have not 12 months, but 13 months. So I have more time. This is the Machloikas when it comes to Shana Tmima. Rebbe says Shana Tmima is a, a, a solar year, not a lunar year. And Rabbanim say Shana Tmima teaches that if there's a leap year, it's for the benefit of the seller, not for the buyer. That's how he teaches Tmima. How does this apply to us? Zag de Gemara if you hold like a Rebbe, it would work. Mashkachas lo Rebbe. You can have a whole year without Yom Tovim. How? The Akdesha Basar Chag You made your animal holy after Pesach. Okay? Now, the Chimati Shili Adar Basra. They added an extra other. So now, the Chimati when it comes, Shili, the end, Adar Basra of the last other, Shana Malya. According to Rebbe, you have a full year, you have 365 days. But regalim loimalu. But you never got three Yomim Tovim because you made the nether after Pesach. So you had Sukkot, Shavuos, a year passed, 
but you didn't have Pesach. So the Tana is saying, you had a year without three Yomim Toiv, even about Ah, you don't hold like Rebshim and you hold, you don't need it in the order. I'm not saying you need it in the order, but you didn't even have three. You gave me a Shavuos, you gave me a Sukkot, 365 days ended before Pesach. Before Pesach. If it ended before Pesach, there's no Balta Acher. So the Chiddush is, a year is up and there's Balta Acher. Now, when exactly did the person make this animal, this animal holy? When exactly? What do you think? So if you look in Rashi, Rashi says, Bishleim al-Rabbi, the Amr, Chodesh Yibur Enem in Ashana, Ah, so let's see. Bishleim al-Rabbi, the Amr, Chodesh Yibur Enem in Ashana, Chutz Miyud Aleph, Yom Shishnasi, Chami Yisair al-Alavana, Besides the 11 days that the solar year surpasses the lunar year. You understand what he's saying? Rashi's saying it as follows. Take the solar year. Again, when does the orbit finish? If you look at the orbit, 365 days plus, a little more. 365 days and 6 hours, yeah. It's over. It's over. Fine. Got it. Now what happens? That's called Shnas Hacham. If you look at Shnas Halavana, there's no Shnas Halavana. It's artificial. We do it simply, the Muslim calendar is a lunar calendar. So how do they have years? They take a month, and they multiply by, tw- they take a month, and they multiply 12 times, they have a year. So if you take a month, and you multiply 12 times, the orbit of a moon is 29 and a half days. That's why six months have to be 29 days, and six months have to be 30 days. Because if not, you're going to have a Chorban. You have to be consistent with reality. 29 and a half days, around 29 and 12 hours plus. So it's actually almost exactly 29 and a half days. It works nicely. So you do six months, 29 days, so you're off. You do six months, 30 days, so you're, you're extra, and it balances out. Huh? <laughs> That's a complicated story. That has to do with the solar, ca- with the solar calendar, not the Muslim calendar. We'll get to it later in the Mesechta. It's a complicated issue, that. So now let's understand. So now you take a month of the moon, right? And you multiply 12 times. What are you going to end up with? 354 days. 354 is 11 days less than 365. That's the challenge of a Muslim calendar. I don't know if you follow the Muslims' holidays, but Ramadan is sometimes in the summer and sometimes in the winter. Why? Because seasons are based on the sun. But every year, your lo- lunar calendar falls back 11 days, every year. So two years, it's not a big deal one year. Two years is 22 days, right? Three years is 33 days. Ten years, it falls back a lot. So our Pesach, the Torah says our months follow the moon. So our Pesach would have been every year in a different time of the year. It wouldn't always be in spring. Sometimes in spring, sometimes in winter. That's why we have a leap year. The leap year allows... The lunar, lunar calendar to catch up, it actually makes it even get ahead, because a leap year is 30 days, and the lunar only has to catch up 11 days. That's why we don't do an Ibriya every year. We do an Ibriya once in two years, or once in three years, and it straightens itself out. Every 19 years, the years are exactly symmetrical, the lunar and the solar. Usually it's a little off, because our calendar requires both. We need the lunar months... We also need the seasons for our Yamim Taifim. So we're always busy. The Jewish calendar is the most complicated because we're always busy making Shalom bias between the sun 
and the moon, which essentially are not supposed to be, have shalom bias. The sun represents a stable character, and the moon represents an artist who's never stable, waxes and wanes, and if you're married to one of those, you understand the issue. The sun is always on time, the moon is never on time, this, the moon is moody, the sun is not moody, the moon sometimes is on the top of the world, suddenly the moon disappears in a depression. It's very complicated. Yeah, 19 years. So we're always busy making shalom between these two. That's the complication. So when Rebbe says a year is 365 days, and not, Chodesh Ha'ibur is not going to be part of the year. You're adding an extra month. I don't care. It's not my year. So Part of your leap month is going to be Rebbe's year. Because he's giving you a Shnas Right? So the 11 days that the Chama is Yisrael al-Alavana, that he's giving you from the other. It's not like the whole second other is deleted. Rebbe's full year needs 365 days, so you're going to go into the leap year. But you're just not going to go to the end of the leap year, because the leap year is giving you extra time. That Rebbe says, that's not Shana. Shana is a solar year. Chachamim say, Shana is a lunar year. But what does Shana mean here? Shana means adding the Shana Mu'uberis, the full year of the Jewish calendar. So if this is the case of Rashi, Bishlem al just finished the Bishlem al the Amr, Chodesh Eber, Enim in Ashana Chutzmir Aleph, Yom Shishnaz Chama Yisrael Alavana, Mashkaches Lo B'Shana Mu'beris. Why? Shana Tmima Hamura B'Batei Arechem Emoyna Shasai Yamim V'Afilu B'Shana Pshuta, V'Af B'Shana Mu'beris, Kivin Shavru Gimel Meiz V'Shisha V'Chamisha Yoyim, Mishamach Renechlatle. Remember, Rebbe has an advantage over the Rabbana. In a regular year, where there's no Eber year, they're going to give you much less. Rebbe's going to give you 300 and... 65 days. They're going to give you only if you did it on Purim, the next year Purim. The next year Purim, is it's over. According to Rebbe, you're going to get 365 days. But Hashanah Mubaris, you're going to get more according to the Chachamim. Miyoyim liyoyim, mitasvav benissin lechamish asa benissin. Imachur betasvav benissin. Which is difficult to do. Right. He sells it on Pesach. It's interesting why Rashi would give that dugma right. that he sold it on Pesach. Maybe he knew what's happening in most shows. Huh? So what happens? Rashi says, if you sold in the middle of Yomtev, if, if you made a pledge in the middle of Pesach, so when is it over now? According to Rebbe, 365 days, the year is over, right? So if you have a leap year, so what happens now? Let's think about it. You made it in the middle of Pesach. So let's say you made the pledge, let's say Tasvov Nisim. Zayin Okay, so now you go. Iyer, Sivin, Tammuz, of Elotishri, Cheshvan, Kizot, Shvat, Adar. You have now another Adar. You're going to have 365 days. And it's still going to be before Pesach. The Izda Amri La'acher HaRegel. Some Taich, the Gemara, you did it after Yom Tov. Basach it doesn't mean after the first day, it means after the whole Yom Tov. Then, however, Rashi says, but it's after Yom Tif, you did it, let's say, Chav Gimel Nissen, you're not going to have 365 days by the end of other. So Vishili Adar Basar Lav Dafgel, or Achashat's other comma. 365 days is going to be in Nissen. It's going to be in Nissen, right? So when it says Shili Adar Basar, it doesn't mean the end of the second other. It means after other is gone, then you're going to have your full year. But when you have your full year, it's still going to be before Pesach. So therefore, Mitzat Pesach, you're not over on Baal Ta'achik, because you didn't have three Yomim Toivim. But Mitzat Shana B'Shana, you're over. So it would work. The problem is, according to the Rabbanon, we're still stuck. How the Brisa could conceive of a year without 
three Yom Tovim because they say that it's not Negeya, it's Yom Liyom. So if I made the pledge, Chav Gimel Nisan, so the next Chav Gimel Nisan is Baal Ta'achim. So it wouldn't be Negeya 365. What do you need the Baal Ta'achim? The Pasuk for Baal Ta'achim. Because yeah. Baal yeah. is much yeah. less. Yeah. Usually yeah. Baal is much less. Pesach is a half a year. Six months, you're already over in Baal Seven months. You understand? Yeah. Usually, so should go yeah. So let's summarize the discussion. The Bryce said a new halacha. The halacha was that every single carbon that a person pledges, beginning with a carbon b'chayr, which actually you don't have to pledge, because it's born holy, and you give it to the Kayan. But the same is true with every single carbon. The moment a year passes, even, to quote the Brisa, strange words of the Brisa, even though three Yom Toivim did not pass, a year passed without three Yom Toivim, nonetheless, the person transgresses the mitzvah's license of Loit Acher L'Shalmai. Don't delay your pledges. In other words, when it says don't delay, what is the time limit? What does a delay mean? It doesn't mean a week, it doesn't mean a month, it doesn't mean a half a year, it doesn't mean 11 months, it means a year. We learn it from Chobchayr, where it says, L'fnei Hashem Teichlenu, Shana B'Shana. You have to give it within the year. That is the time frame, you have a year since it's born. By Pchayr, it's a year since it's born, because that's when, that's when it becomes B'chayr in a carbon. By other carbonas, it's from when you pledged, or from whenever you become a B'chayr, whether it's a Chattas, or an Oila, or an Asham, whatever it is. Well, you metapal with it by yourself, but it's already holy from B'chayr, uh, is holy Mileida from birth. It's holy Mileida, but it's... it's, it's oh, it's... The famous Rambam, that he holds some of the rice... Uh, right. It's really Lakula... But it's over here, it's by Bukhar, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. right, right, right. So that's what the Braisa said. On the other hand, the Braisa said, if three Yom Toivim passed without the year, you're also over in Baltach. In other words, Baltach has two separate dates. One date is a year, and one date is Pesach, Shvuas, and Sukkot. That's another date. Two dates of Baltach. Lamainov committed, why do you need two dates? Because sometimes this comes first, and sometimes this comes first. And you have different psukim to teach you both interpretations in Baltach. That was the Chiddush of the Brais. On this, the Gemara tried to understand Pashat, how do you have a Metzius of a year without three Yom Taivim? We all understand three Yom Taivim without a year, it happens constantly. Pesach, Shvuah, Sukkot, you're still not a year. You have seven months, not a year. Even less than seven months. But where do you have a year without three Yom Tov? It works if you would hold like Rav Shimon, who holds that Baal Ta'achir has to be in the order of the three Yom Tov in Pesach, Shvuah, Sukkot, then it would work. They have a year without Yom Tov. Why? Because if a person made a pledge after Pesach, they still have to wait for Shvuah, for Sukkot, for the next Pesach, for the next Shavuos, and for the next Sukkot. So it would be a Gewalde Kechidish, that you're over on Balta Acher, once the year is up, even though you didn't have a new Shavuos and a new Sukkot. It would be an important halacha. I, I, I was Maktush HaKarben on Lagba Oimer. Next year, Lagba Oimer, I'm over on Balta Acher. 
even though there was no Chaga Matas, Chaga Shavuos, Chaga Sukkis. Because I only had Shavuos, Sukkis, and Pesach. Not Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkis. That would work. The question is, according to all the views, who hold that you don't need the order of Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkis. In other words, Tanakama, who holds that any order of the three Yom Tovim imposes the Loises of Balta Acher, where do you have a Metzias? Pashat the reality of three a year without three Amim Toivim. That was the question of the Gemara. How, what does this Brisa mean according to that opinion? How can this Brisa be explained? What does it mean? If you say, so the Gemara continues, if you hold like, like Rebbe, it would work. But if you hold like Rabbanan, it wouldn't work. What Rebbe are we talking about? That when the Pasuk says in Parshas Bahar, that when I sell in Eretz Yisrael a home in a walled city, Bayis Arei Choyma, as it's called, I have rights to liberate it from the spire for a full year, Shana Smima, and it's a good thing to give him back his money and get back your house. But once a year passes and I did not redeem it, it becomes his Litzmissus, it becomes his for good. And lo yetzi by yoivu. It does not go back to me, the original owner on yoivu. That's the halach. What is the meaning of shana tmima? On this we had a big machloikas in a brais. Rabbi says shana tmima means you count 365 days from the day of the sale. Once 365 days passed, a full year went by, meaning a solar year, a year based on the solar orbit, as we call it, the sun's orbit, you're done. You can't redeem it anymore. The Chachamim say, no. You count 12 months from day to day. So if I sold it on the 15th day of Nisan, as Rashi puts it, I can redeem it till the 15th day of Nisan. What happens if the year that I sold it that year, the year afterwards, was Ashana Mubaris, it was a leap year. So there's an extra 30 days, a whole extra month added to the year. Gavaldic. I have an extra month, wonderful. I could still schlep around for the money. Yeah. I mean, that's his Kiddush. That's Shana Smima. That's, he says that's the Smima. It's a full year. In other words, because the, the, the lunar year is a, is, is a, is a lacking year, because it's, it's shorter. It's shorter. It's 354 days when you multiply um, the moon's orbit by 12. When you multiply the moon's orbit by 12, you're left with a much shorter year than a solar year. So that's Rebbe's Shittah. So you have your 365 days. Chachamim say, no. You go month to month to month. You go back to the same day the next year. Like we do our Yom Tovim, like we do our birthdays, like we do yard sites, yeah. You don't say, when is the yard site? 365 days later. You go back to this very same day in the month. Aye, there was an Ibri year, there was a leap year. So what makes it a year? That's what makes it a year. That's what the Chachamim hold. That's the Pshat, Shana Tamima. So I could redeem my house from Tasvav Nisan till Tasvav Nisan. Both are using the word Shana Tamima. According to Rabbi, Shana Tamima gives me 365 days. Not... Lunar days, but solar days, according to Chachamim, Shana Tamima tells me, you get a full year, meaning if there's an extra month, 
wonderful. Your benefit. You have an extra month to collect your money. Tamima means from the date of the day of the sale to the same date the next year. If this is the case, yeah. Of course. In Hashanah yeah. Pshuta, you get, you, you, Rabbi gives you a tremendous advantage. He gives you much more days. Right? Because he's not going according to the orbit of, this, of the moon, he's going according to the sun. But in Hashanah Mubaris, the Chachamim are giving you more days. Because the Levana year was increased. You gave, it an, you gave, the, you gave your lunar year an extra 30 days. Right? So 11 days, it wouldn't make a difference. Right, that's what Rashi is like. 11 days, it wouldn't make a difference, difference. But it's a 20-day difference, a 19-day difference. You get extra 90 days to get your, uh, to get your loan from the bank to be able to uh, refinance, <laughs> to be able to get back your house, or however you're getting your money. So that's the Machlaikas. So the Gemara comes and says, now let's apply it to this. If this is the case, so according to Rabbi, we would understand very nicely the Brisa that you can have a year without three Yom Tovim. Why? If somebody was Makdish, his animal, when? After the beginning of Pesach. In other words, he was Makdish after the beginning of Pesach, still in the middle of Pesach. Now, if you count 365 days, let's say you were Makdish Tezayin Nisan, after Pesach started, right? So you start Tezayinus. Now here's an important cloud. No, no, I'm giving, Rashi gives two Pirushim. So I'm saying the first, then I'm saying the second. The first interpretation in Rashi is, uh, you were Makdashit in the middle of Pesach. After the... Whatever, the, the point is, okay. I'm saying after Pesach started, Rashi says, Betoich HaRegel. In other words, Basar Chag HaMatzah. The Gemara says, Basar Chag HaMatzah. So Rashi says it means after it began. Right after Pesach too. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. He says both. Yeah. Huh? So I'm saying if you if you did it if you makdush to behave in the middle of Pesach, right? Now you're going to count 365 days. What are you going to hit? You're going to hit if there's an ibriyar. If there's no ibriyar, it won't work. But if it's an ibriyar, if it's a leap year, you're going to come to the end of other sheni. So what did you have? You had Shavuos, and you had Sukkot, and you didn't have Pesach. Ah, you were Makdish, the Behemah, on Pesach, but that's not going to count. Because Balta Acher, you have to have the whole Yomtev. The middle of a Yomtev doesn't work. That's what Toysvah's Bavarins, Toysvah says... Um, um, even if he's not Shalmobirat, you... What do you say? Even if he's not Shalmobirat, you... You look have... at the Toysvah's Basar Chagamatzis, Lav Davke, the Hu Adin Betoy Chagamatzis, Kedemuch Echlel, the Kuli Regal Boy. For Balta Acher, you need a full Yomtev. Mm-hmm. So in Mela, you only had the full Shavuos, you only had the full Sukkot, you never got your Pesach. Yeah. So let's pract- practically, if somebody was Makdash the animal on Tazai and Nisan, the 16th day of Nisan, when, what is after th- 365 days pass, what is he up to? Chav Zayin Adr Sheni. It's going to be Chav Zayin Adr Sheni of the next year. Nope. There's no Balta, there's no three Amim Toivim. So therefore, Mitzad Yomim Toivim, he's not even a Baltach, he had a Shavuos, he had a Sukkot. <coughs> so that's why you have a Chiddush, that a year passed, and a year passed, you're even a Baltach. Got it? Rashi then gives a second shot that you were Makdish the animal after Pesach finished, and then the year is not up at the end of Adr, the year is up after Adr, meaning when Nisan came in. 
when Nisan came in, if I maktish my animal after Pesach, so by the end of other, it's still not a year, there's no 365 days, but by the beginning of Nisan, before Pesach, I have already 365 days. And I'm even on Baal Ta'achir, even though I didn't get a Shavuos, a Sukkot, and a Pesach, but I got a full year. Yes, the Gemara says, the Lashon, you were maktish it after Chaga Matzas, so by the end of the second order, you have a year. Now, you have a problem in the Gemara, because if it was after Pesach, the year is not at the end of the second order, the year is the beginning of Nis. If it's the middle of Pesach, it's at the end of other, but it's not after Pesach. So you have a problem in the term of the Gemara. That's why it actually mutzitzich, so you could learn two ways the Gemara. Either you change Basachagamatzis or you change Shili Other Basra. One of the two you gotta play with. If you say Basar Chagamatzis means after Pesach comes in, then you're good. You did it, say, Tazayanissan. And then Chavzayan Other Shani, you have your year. You did it Yudzayanissan, the third day of Pesach, Chavches Other Shani. Even Yudches Nissan, you're good with Chavtes Other Shani. Or you, psha, or you say, no, Basar Chagamatzis means you did it after Pesach. And the end of the second other doesn't mean the end of the second other. It means after the second other ended. In other words, you're asking according to this b'raisa, why do we have all these machloikasim with Balta Acher? Yeah, in the beginning, well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, you're going to be over after Shagam. After a year. After a year, you're going to no, be over. No, because according to the Meir, you're over with one Yom Tov. According to the Belazah ben Yaakov, you're over with two Yom Tov. Yeah, but for, for the rest of the day... According to the B'shimah, Takarashi says that the B'shimah wouldn't hold from this. Yeah, Takarashi says the B'shimah wouldn't hold from this. Right? Uh-huh. According to the Blazabit of Shimon, one Sukkot already does Baltacher. So that's the question. Once you have those, what do you need to shun up? That's what the Gemara is struggling. How do you have a year without Yom Tovim? How do you have a year without Yom Tovim? But according to the according to the Rabbanon, according to the Rabbanon, this won't work. Why? According to the Rabbanon, what's a year? A year is from day to day according to the date. And they also hold, you don't need three Yom Tovim in the order. So you're never going to have a year without three to Golem. What are you going to do? You will mock this, your animal, let's say when? Chav Gimel Nissen, yeah? So you have Shavuos, you have Sukkot, and what's a year? A year is the next Chav Gimel Nissen. So you have Pesach also. So it's Baal Ta'achim. Let's say you will mock this, you Nissen. It still won't work. Why? Because the next Zionism, you have your Balta Acher. Why? Yeah, because you had part of Pesach. You have your Shana. You had part of Pesach. You had Shavuos. You had Sukkot. And then you had the first day of Pesach. You made up the next Zionism. You have a Balta Acher. So according to the Rabbana, there's no year without three Yom You just said before that you you don't count you don't count Balta Acher if you're in the middle of a Yom Tif, but you can add up the middle of the Yom Tif with the beginning of the Yom Tif the next year around. You understand? I can't hold a person accountable for Balta Acher if it's in the middle of a Yom Tif. It's not fair. That Yom Tif won't count. But a half of a Yom Tif and a, the, the other half of the Yom Tif could, could combine, could be mitzvah. If it's in the middle of a Yom Tif. Let's say you were Maktish the Behemoth to Zionism. It is Yom Tif. Which is the middle of Yom Tov. According to anybody. That Pesach you're not over on Balta Acher, right? Right. Yeah? But you have Shavuos, you have Sukkot. The next Zionist, you'll be over on Balta Acher. Why? No, even if you hold three Yom Tovim. Because your Pesach combines. No, I understand. I understand that. I'll explain to you again. A Pesach 
You need every yomtiv to go by fully. You can't be over on Baal Ta'acher if the yomtiv didn't go by fully. Right? So if I was Makdashat Tazayin Nisan, you're not going to say that after Shavuos and Sukkot, I'm over on Baal Ta'acher. Why? Because Pesach, because Pesach already went by, because I didn't have a whole Pesach. But what happened the next to Zionism? I will be over on Baltacher. Why? Because I have a full Pesach from two Pesachs together. From two Pesachs together, I have a full Pesach. So according to the Rabbanon, it's not going to work. That's what Toysavis says. Take a look in Toysavis. Basar Chag yeah? Lav Davke, the Uadin B'toy Chag you need a whole yomtif. But what happens if you have a whole yomtif two years together? It works. How do you see this? You see it from this Gemara. Because if not, the Gemara wouldn't make sense. If not, the Gemara wouldn't make sense. Because you could tell the Gemara, I have a simple way it works. You were maktish the behemoth, you'd Zionism. The next Yud Zionism, there's no Baltacher, because you didn't have Pesach. Yeah, you had part of Pesach, you had part of the first Pesach, and you had part of the second Pesach, but you didn't have a Pesach. So you had a year without Baltacher, so it works. It's the Charaya that the two Pesachs combine. So that's why you have Baltacher without a year. So according to the Rabbana, there's no year without three Yomim Tovim. There's no such a thing. According to Rebbe, there is a year without three Yomim Tovim. According to the Rabbana, there's no year without three Yomim Tovim. Why? Because a year is not 365 days. A year is the same date of the month, the next year around. So automatically you have three Yomim Tovim. Because when you go to the next year, that date, you'll have three Yomim Tovim, whenever it was. If it was Tazayin Nissen, the next Tazayin Nissen, you have three Yomim Tovim. If it was Chav Gimel Nissen, the next Chav Gimel Nissen, you have three Yomim Tovim. <coughs> That's it, done. According to this, we're left with a big problem. In the words of the Gemara, L'Rabbanon Hechi Mashkachas. According to the Rabbanon, how do you have a situation of a year without three Yom Tov? Clark. I just, before we go to the answer, I just want you to look in Toysvis. Shana Beloy Regalim. Okay, we can already go before. But you see the third Toysvis on the Avavamid base. You see the third Toysvis? Bishleimer, Regalim, Beloy, Shana, Meshkachesle. I understand how you have Yamim Tevim without a year. How do you have Yamim Tevim without a year? Kagoyim, the Akdisha, Erev Pesach. If a person was Maktisha's animal, Erev Pesach, so when Sukkot passes, three Yamim Tevim passed and the year didn't pass. Kacha Pidish. I'll just add according to the Hagoy Sabach. This is the meaning of what the Gemara says. According to the one who says you need Gimel Regalim Kisidron, it's going to work if you did the Hektish after Pesach. So, in other words, you need Shvuas Sukkis, then another Pesach Shvuas and Sukkis. So everything works, but according to the other shit, this doesn't work. How do you have a year without three Yom Tovim? You don't have it. So Taisvis says, If you're going to tell me, Pashat. The guy was Maktish's animal in the middle of Yom Tov. The Chimot Yashata, the Chimot Yashata, when a year passed, Akati Lekashalash Regalim. 
he won't have three yamim toivim. The shleimim be'idam to be oven on baltach, you need three complete yamim toivim. And here he did it in the middle of yamtiv, so therefore he has a year, but he still didn't have three yamim toivim. Taisva says it's not going to work. You know why? Because hachinami ikirigolim shleimim. The soif regel rishon the ishtaked mitzdarif imtchilas regel da'ashata. The end of last year's Pesach combined with the beginning of this year's Pesach. Yes, you need a full yomtif, but I don't care if you get that full yomtif from two years. I don't care. It's fine. So therefore, you will still be even on Balta Achim Mitzat three yomim toivum. You don't have a year without three yomim toivum. Yishalmi says, The Yishalmi gives an interesting answer. Tipoteir this is the words of a Yerushalmi. Tipote, which means from the word Pisroin, is a way to reconcile this problem of a year without three Yom Tovim. Going to Akdashay, Keshahoya Mechusr's man Bepesach. You were Makdashit when it was still Mechusr's man on Pesach. In other words, it was not yet eight days since its birth. You can only be Makrib carbon once eight days pass. So therefore, you're not over on the fact that you weren't Makrivit on Pesach. It's not considered that Pesach passed. Because you couldn't be at Makriv on Pesach. So when it comes to the year, the Yerushalmi says, it's considered that a year passed, even though there was a Zaman that wasn't ready for it, but it's still considered a year because the Pasuk says, Son of Bashana. And that includes a full year. Well, the com- so that's how the Yerushalmi answers the problem. It's a very interesting answer. In other words, the Bechari was born... Also, huh? Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, we'll see in a minute. The Bechari was born a few days before Pesach. So Pesach itself, you couldn't bring it because it was not yet eight days from its birth. So it's Pasal HaKrava. So therefore you can't count Pesach in the Minyan HaRagolim. Why? Let's say it was born on Erev Pesach. So seven days of Pesach, you couldn't be at Makriv. So therefore you can't count Pesach in the Minyan HaRagolim. Now, when that year, when that Erev Pesach comes again next year, yeah, you didn't have Pesach Shavuah Sukkot, but you had a year. So, mainly you have a year without Shalosh Regalim. That's how the Yerushalmi wants to answer the issue. You get it? Mm-hmm. You have a year, but you don't have Shalosh Regalim, because you can't hold them accountable for Yom Tov. So, Ketosvis is not a good answer in Argemara. Why? Well, the common in Argemara, ain mashma Gemara Argemara does not, doesn't seem to agree with this. We say, The year by the Bechor begins, not when the day it's born. The day that it's Roy to be Makrev as a carbon. So therefore, just like you're not counting Pesach. Why? Because you couldn't be at Makrev. So you can't count the year because you couldn't be at Makrev. So when starts the year? When ends the year? It's going to be after Pesach. And then you'll already have a Balta Achim. It's at Pesach. You don't need a year anymore. You understand? Whenever you'll have your year, you already have your Balta Achim of Pesach. So therefore, this answer, according to our Gemara, that a Bechor you count Mishas Hartzah, will not work, because you count the year only when it's Roy Lehakrav. Next, Toysavis, answers a very interesting answer. Bish, Bish, Leim, Ale, Rebbe, Mashkachas, Lobashan, Amu, Beres. Zok, Toysavis. What about... Reb Meir and Reb Lezer ben Yaakov. Reb Meir said, you're even about Tach with one Yom Tov. Yeah. Reb Lezer ben Yaakov said, with two Yom Tov. How do you have a year without Yom Tov? <laughs> according to Reb Meir, you only need one Yom Tov. Mainly, you tell me all these Peshatim, according to Rebbe, 365 days, so you can have a year without three Yom Tov. What about Reb Meir? How exactly are you going to have a year without Pesach? <laughs> without Shavuos, without Asuk? Not even one. 
You can have a year without even one Yom Tif. What are you going to say about that? The Gemara ignores that. May the Pesach Shavuos Sukkot have a Rebbe's answer. 365 days gives me a year without three Yom Tifim. But what's going to give me a year without even one Yom Tif? That doesn't make sense. It's impossible. How are you going to get such a year? A Shavuos, a Pesach, a Sukkot, and even two Yom Tifim. So Tosfos says something very interesting. So Tosfos, let it mayor the Amal El Beregel Echad. Ul Rebelezer Ben Yaakov Damer Shnei Regalim. Loi Mashkachas La. This Brisa won't work. Ella. One case. Choyla Beregalim. The animal was sick during one Yom Tif or two Yom Tifim. So therefore, I'm not Chayev on Balta Acher because I wasn't Makrivit in Yom Tif because I couldn't. So what now happens if a year passes? So Pesach, I made a nether before Pesach. Pesach, my sheep got sick, okay? Reb Meir says, you're off the hook, no baltach. Shvuas, it got sick. Reb Meir says, you're off the hook, no baltach. Reb Lezeb and Yaakov, you only need one yom to which you get sick. Why? Because he says, you need two yom and taifim. What about sukkahs? Sukkahs. Sukkahs, it got sick again. There's no baltach. Now a year passes. Comes the next year, Purim, right? Mitzat baltach, and I wasn't over. Why? Because there was a chaylam. But Mitzalashona, I was over. So then it works. Then the Bransa works. And you have to say this in Rebbe, in Ebmeir, in Ebelezer ben Yaakov, because you can't give me the pshat of 365 days. There's no, hundred, there's no 365 days to get one yomtiv during the year. What else do you use this answer for everything? Oh. And then what You could have answered this according to Rebbe. And according to the Rabban, and they have a year without regalim, meaning, not that there's no regalim, that it got sick in the regalim. It got sick in the regalim. All the Balabaitos get sick. Why doesn't the Gemara answer this? of Pashtas. Perhaps. Or because the Lashna Braise is, what's the Lashna Braise? Lashna Braise is, Kivun Sha'avru Aleim Shana. Beloy regalim, a year passed without yamim taivim. So you could give a lamdus without yamim taivim means without the chiyuv, without the chiyuv that's that's chal, without the chaloi sachiyuv mitzad yamim taivim because it's sick. But of course, it's much more geshmak to give me a year without yamim taivim. According to Rabbi, I have a year without yamim taivim. Right? I was makdush to behema. After Pesach, a full year passed, 365 days, without three Yom Tovim, without Pesach, without Shavuos, without Sukkot. According to the main Nebelezer ben Yaakov, I have no choice but to give this pshat. But according to uh, Tanakam and uh, Tanakam, why should I give such a pshat when I can give a much Mishmakim pshat that works very well with the language of the Braisa and, uh, and also works in a situation where the animal is, he- is healthy, right? Why should you say Dafk in a situation where the animal is sick? It's always Gishmaka to give a situation where the animal is healthy. What would you have thought otherwise? Without the price. Ah. What would you have thought otherwise? You didn't have, have a bit. problem before to say it. Well, 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 there were two shittas taka. Reb right. Ashi yeah. changed it. Reb Ashi didn't like the chayla right. batzaras. Reb right. Ashi said chagas shvuas. You're right. right. That was taka doichik. The Gemara taka had a problem with that. Reb Ashi gave a second shit. No, no, you see. No, you see, because the Gemara says, Ve'idach. Why couldn't he just say like Rabashi? Why did he have to invent this idea that he's Choyle Batzeres? So the Gemara says, because Chag means Sukkot. But you see, it's not, uh, it's not the Geshmak Stoif. 
But I want to tell you another word from the Pnei Yeshua here. Alam Desh from the Pnei Yeshua. Pnei Yeshua says Azad. That he says, without Toysvis, without Toysvis says you could have answered, but without Toysvis he says you could say, sorry, that it's a problem to say that sickness will help. Why? Sickness can help, Lagabi the Din of Vosa Vehevesa, not Lagabi the Din of Baltaacher. Why? Lagabi the Din of Ubosa, Shama, Vehevesa. So that's a Din Chiyuvi, it's a positive Din that on Yom when I come, I have to bring everything waiting in my house to come. I can't just come myself. I have to bring all the karbanas that are in the waiting list to be brought. That's the din. Between one yomtiv and another yomtiv, there's no mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. When I come, uvasa vehevesa. So here you could say, if the animal got sick on yomtiv or ed of yomtiv, I was an onus. I was coming and I couldn't bring it. I can't do anything with it. I can't be makrev. Since I'm an onus, so I'm not mechuyiv to bring it till the next yomtiv. But Mitzah, the word of Baal Ta'achir, he says, Baal Ta'achir is not a din on the Yom Tif. Baal Ta'achir is a din that you're not allowed to delay your pledges too long. How long? So the Torah gives you a limit. The limit is, you have a whole year. You have a Pesach, you have, okay, not a whole year. You have many months. You have a Pesach, you have a Shavuos, you have a Sukkot. He says, the moment all the Yom Tovim pass, you're even a Baal Ta'achir. I, the animal got sick, let's say, before Sukkot, right? Fine. So that was a ptur that while it was sick, you didn't have to bring it. But the moment, the moment it recovers, the moment you recover, you have to come and bring it. You had your limit. Pesach Shavu Sukkot, you had your limit. Uh, it doesn't stop the clock. So that's why the Pnei Yeshua Tainas that this vart is a ptur. The vart of Chel is a ptur in Uvasa Vehevesa. It's not a ptur in Baltaachim. No, that's why he says, that's why. He says, if not for Toysavis, he would say, that's why the Gemara doesn't say it. Because it doesn't work. It doesn't work for Baltach. So the Gemara just wants to figure it out in a different way. They actually have a year without Yom Tov. So now we're left with a question. So what do you put in the Reb Meir holds Baltach from Uvasa Vehevesa. That was his. That was his baltaache take. <laughs> that was his baltaache. That was his whole baltaache. That's why he says in one yomtiv. So it will start just on any day. According to the day, the first yomtiv passes according to the mei. Even on baltaache, yeah. Toisvus clearly says not. Ah. Some of the next shows they're shooting past the international date line. That's the gate of it. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. So the Gemara continues. You see what we're holding? It's Vavam at base. The line starts. Hechi Mashkachas. Law Kedetani. Law. It's like the middle of the page. And for the Gemara, Kedetani Reb Shmaya. The way to answer this is based on a halacha of Reb Shmaya and Abrais. Fascinating halacha. Atzeres Shvuas Pa'amim Chamisha, Pa'amim Shisha, Pa'amim Shiva. Shvuas can sometimes come out on the fifth day of Sivan, on the sixth day of Sivan, or on the seventh day of Sivan. Shvuas is the one holiday that does not have a fixed day in the Jewish calendar. It could be Hey, Vav, or Zion Sivan. How does this work? Zakhtar Shmael explained to you. If Torah would have said that Shavuos should be on a particular day in the month, we wouldn't have this option. 
When it comes to Yom Kippur, the Torah says the tenth day of the seventh month. I can't, I can't argue with that. Comes to Pesach, it says fifteenth day of the first month. Comes to Sukkot, fifteenth day of the seventh month. I can't argue. When it comes to Shavuos, what does it say? It says Usfartem Lachem Imacharis Hashabbos. So in other words, the day the Torah gives for Shavuos is the 50th day after counting 49 days. When do you start counting 49 days? On the second day of Pesach. Which doesn't mean Sunday. It means the day after Shabbos, the day after the first day of Yom Tif. In other words, the second day of Pesach, we start counting spheres. I'm with the Zionists. Count 49 days, seven weeks. On the 50th day, you celebrate Shavuos. But Mela, what's the Cheshmer? So he says, I'll tell you. Here's how it works. Shnei Emelein, if the month of Nisan and Ir are both full, meaning Nisan and Ir both have 30 days, not 29 days. Then Chamisha, then Shavuos is going to be on the fifth day of Nis, meaning on the on the fifth day of Siv. A Chodesh Chaser, a missing month, is a month that has twenty nine days. When does the next month start? On the thirtieth day of the month. There's no day thirty. Thirty becomes day one of the new month. A Chodesh Male means a month that has thirty days, which we call a pregnant month, a Chodesh Muuber, because it's like an extra day, an extra child. And then the next month begins on day 31. 31 becomes day 1. So if you have <coughs> both months are Malayan, in other words, Nisan has 30 days and Eid has 30 days, then Shavuos will be on the 5th day of 7. Why? Pashat. When do you start counting Sefirah Saimer? On the 16th day of Nisan. Go 16, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. 30. How many days do you have in Nisan? 15. You have 15 days in this. If Iyad has 30 days, you have 15 plus 30 45. is what? 45. Now, so now we start 7. So we have 46, 47, 48, 49. 49 is Dalit 7. Hey, 7 is day 50. My Shvuas, our Shvuas is the 5th day of the month of 7. Done. Next situation. Shnei and Chaserin. If Nissan and Ir are both missing, meaning they're both 29 days, then Shiva, then Shavuos is going to be on the 7th day of Sivan. Why? Let's count. You start Sviri Simon on the 16th day of Nissan. You only have 29 days in Nissan. So how many days do you have in Nissan? Go from 16, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. How many days do you have? You have 14 days. Plus you have an ear only 29 days because ear is also missing one. So Iyer also has 29 days. So you have 14 and 29 is what? 43. 43. So if you have 43, now start Sivan. So what are you going to start Sivan with? You're going to start Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalet, Hey, Vav, Zion. Your 50th day is only going to be on 7 Sivan. Next, Echad Moli Echad Chaser. What if one is full and one is missing? For example, Nisan has 30 days and Iyer has 29 days or the other way around. Then Shisha. Shavuos will be on the 6th day of Sivan. Why? Let's say Nisan has 30 days. From 16 of Nisan through 30 of Nisan you have 15 days. Ir has 29 days. How much is 15 and 29? 44. Now you have 45, 46, 47, 48, 49. Vav Sivan, the 6th day of Sivan became Shavuos, day 50. Huh?
is, is established as Shavuos Yom HaChemeshit. This is a Pshmayas Chiddush. This is a Gvaldike Chiddush, because this means that Shavuos is not connected to the time of Matan Torah. It's basically always connected to the count of 49 days, followed by 50 days. Which is why the international dateline, for example, created such a major controversy, as you mentioned a few moments ago. Because in the international dateline, you either lose a day or you gain a day. If you go through the Pacific, not through the Atlantic. If you go through the Atlantic, which takes much more time, nope, you won't have this problem. But if you cross the Pacific, you cross the international dateline. So let's say you're traveling from Los Angeles or from New York to Melbourne, Australia, right? The way to Melbourne, you're going to lose a day. You're going to lose a full day. The way back, you're going to gain a day. So if you go there and back in the middle of Sphira, it's not a problem, because what you lost, you made up. But if you go one way in the middle of Sphira, so then you lose a day. So if we hold that Sphira Sa'imit is an individual count, it's not a Bezdin count, so then you lost the day of Sphira, so your day 50 is going to be on Shiva Sivan, because our calendar today has Echad Maliv, Echad Chaser, that's why Shavu is by us, is the sixth day of Sivan, and in Eretz Yisrael too. Right? By us, it's two days. It's one day. But it's always Vav Sivan. We don't have an issue of Shavuos Hei Sivan. But when it comes to international date line, it created a whole question of how you define the mitzvah of Sviris Sa'imer, which we'll get to later in the Sugya of Rosh Hashanah that deals, that ultimately brings us into the question of the international date line. You have a problem. Anyway, ah? You have a problem anyway, even if you go and come back because of the count. Right, but that's a different problem. That's a different problem. That's not a problem of Shavuos. No, how is this Negei Targamara? Let's think about this. According to the Pshmaya, it's very Gishmak. You can have a full year without three Yamim Taivim. Why? Let's think about this. You will mock this your animal on the sixth day of Sivan in a year that Nisan and Ir are both going to be Male. Let's do Male. Okay? What? Yeah, you are maktish on the sixth day of Sivan in a year that Nisan and Ir are both Mali. And Shvuas was Chal Bachamisha Bachaydish. Nisan and Ir were both 30 days. So Shvuas was on the fifth day of Sivan. The sixth day of Sivan is already after Shvuas. It's already Israchat. On that day I decided I want to be maktish a carbon. So I was maktish a carbon on the sixth day of Sivan. The next year, Nisan and Ir were both Chaser. So Shavuos was a day later, the seventh day. Okay, so what happened? Huh? Two, days. Two days later, on the seventh day. A day later from when you were Makdashi Karban. That's what I meant. Huh? Vav is the day you were Makdashi. The next year, Vav Sivan, you have a year. Not according to the Rebbe, according to the Rabbanan. It's the same day. According to the Rebbe, we already dealt with the problem. 365 were good. But we said according to the Rabbanan, you can't have a year without three Amun Toivim ever. Because it's always the same date. Here is the point. Since Shavuos is a day, is a holiday that alternates, it doesn't have a fixed date, so you solve the problem. Why? On the sixth day of Sivan, you were Makdash, your animal. The next year, six Sivan, you still didn't have three Amim Taivim, right? Why didn't you have three Amim Taivim? Because Shavuos already was before Shavuos was hay. You only had a Sukkot, you had a Pesach. You didn't have a Shavuos yet. Why? Because Shavuos is going to be tomorrow. So you had a full year without the Amim Toivim. You're Ivan Abaltaacher. If you would have to wait for three Amim Toivim, you wouldn't be Ivan Abaltaacher till Chesivin. Till after Zion Sivin. You have to wait till after Shavuos ends. Now, once Vav Sivin ends, you're Ivan Abaltaacher, even though you didn't have yet three Yamim Toivim.
That's the answer of the Gemara. It works according to the Rabbana. Let's see Rashi. Zok Rashi. Pa'amim shisha. Shuhu shisha besivin yama chamishim loimer. Shnayim alayim. Nisan ve'ir. Harei tasvav yamim in nisan. Lamed de'ir. Mali luhu chamishim bechamishim besivin. 15 days of Nisan, 30 of Iyer, that's 45, 50th days on the 5th day of Siv. Echad Malay, O Mashkachas, Lashana, Belay Regalim. Here you have your year without Yom Tavim Kigayim. Shnei Malay. Both months were full. Nisan and Iyer. Ve'irat Tzeres, Behei Besiv. So Shvuas was on the 5th. Ve'higdisha Lamachas, Bevav Besiv. You were Makdisha tomorrow on the 6th of Siv. Ulashana Haba, the next year. Hoyushneim Chaserim. Both Nisan and Nir were missing. So Shvuas is on the seventh of Sivan. The year gets filled up. The year passes. The, the year fills. In other words, the year gets completed. Malaya means completed on the sixth of Sivan from when you were Maktash the animal. And Yom Tev Shvuas did not pass. Here is a Hechitimtza. That you have a full year without. Three yamim taivim, it can only work with Shavuos. Of course, with Sukkot and Pesach, it won't work, because there's no way you're going to get Pesach to be any other day besides Tesvav Nisan or Tesvav Tishrei. One second. What's the question now? We have here two alternative sugis. On Davdalen and Davhei, we kept on learning about Baltacher. There was not one mention in any Braisa about a year. It kept on, the, the discussion was always Yomtev, Yomtev. The question is how many Yomim Tevim? Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, Sukkot, this order, that order, but only Yomtev. Suddenly here, Davav, we introduced a new Braisa of Tanoi, and we introduced this whole concept of a year. So Rashi says, Mantana, who is the Tana? The Gemara says, Mantana the Polygale. Who is the Tana that argues, the Polygale did Abshmaya, who argues with Abshmaya? In other words, he believes that there's no situation where you have a year without three Yomim Toivim, which is the Tana Kama of the Braisa earlier who said that Baal Ta'achir is only after three Yomim Toivim. He does not acknowledge a possibility of a year without Yomim Toivim. Why doesn't he acknowledge that possibility? It says Shana Bashana. The answer is because he holds in Mitzias, it's not Shaykh. In Mitzias, it's not Shaykh. There's no such a thing. Who is that Tana? Why would anybody hold me? Just explain beautifully that in Mitzias, it's Shaykh. So why does the previous Tana completely ignore this concept of a year without Yom Tayvim? L'chayr, it says Shana B'Shana. In other words, the Torah gives the time of a year. You can't argue with that. The Torah gives that time. Huh? What does he call a year? Whatever he calls a year, according to Rabbi, it works. According to Rabbanan, it works. Either three three sixty five or the same day of the month. But you have the concept, you have the possibility. So why would the Tana ignore it? This means the Gemara is proving here that the Tanakama and the Suge Tanakama doesn't mean here that usually Tanakama means the first Tana. There's no first Tana here. It was just a brisa without an argument. That's why Rashi's. Rashi is struggling a little bit. The original Tana in the Sugya, who doesn't acknowledge this reality, is because he believes there's no such a reality. That means he argues with Rav Shmaya. Do we have such a concept? So the Gemara says, yeah. Yes. It's the Shitta of Acherim. Now it's interesting, Acherim, whenever you see Acherim in Gemara, it means Reb Meir. Acherim is a, nick, is a name for Reb Meir. There's a story in Masech Tahirius. It's a very long story. The point of the story is Reb Shimon ben Gamliel gave Reb Meir a knas. 
the knas that he gave the mayor was that they should not call him by his name, they should call him a chedim. So when Toysavah says that when it says Reb Meir in Gemara, it's before the Knas. When it says Achedin, it's after the Knas. There's different interpretations why some, it says very often Reb Meir. We, we constantly learn about Reb Meir. But sometimes it says Achedin. I believe, uh, I believe around 63 halachas are quoted in the name of Achedin. I believe around, I think 63 halachas in the whole of Shas are quoted in the name of Achedin. Many more in the name of Reb Meir. Is that what somebody said? That's what you learned from that's one shitter. That's one shitter that it's the that he learned from his Rebbe Achim. That's one view. Toysavah says it's after the Knas. I mean, the Pashtas of Sugi, it's not like that, but Rebbe Rebbe was Achim. That's one, that's one view. So, this is the shit of Achim. What's the shit of Achim? The Tanya, we have a Bryson. Achim said, Ein bein atzeres la atzeres. Ein bein rishishana la rishishana la arba yamin bulvat. Between Shavuos and Shavuos, Reb Meir says, one Shavuos and the next Shavuos, or between Rosh Hashanah and the next Rosh Hashanah, you will only have a difference of four days of the week. What is he saying here? He's saying as follows. Reb Meir holds that for the system to work, the 12 months were divided in an equal way, like they are today in our calendar. Meaning... One month, 30 days, and one month, 29 days. Now, we understand the necessity for it. The necessity for it is vital. Why? The moon finishes its orbit after 29 days and 12 hours. And tof shin tzadik gimel chalakim. Aleph yud beis tashtzak. The orbit finishes, count 29 days, not yet, 12 hours, and then... Tavshin Sad the Gimel Chalakim is uh, Tavshin is four five six seven seven hundred and ninety three parts of an hour. The moon finishes its orbit. It's ready to start again. It's ready to start its orbit again. That means the real Rishchaydish, which is the day the new orbit, the moment the new orbit begins, really should be in middle of a day. It should be after twenty nine and a half days. We should make Rishchaydish. However, the Chazal learn out from the Psukim clearly that you don't make one day into two months. A month has to be a full day. You don't take one day and make it two months. So what do you do? So you're stuck. So you, you can never have a real Rishchidosh, because the real Rishchidosh is in the middle of the 29th day, before day 30. So what do we do? In order to equalize it, we have a nice system. Six months, you do 29 days, which is, of course, 12 hours off, because you're finishing the month when the orbit was not finished yet, but six months, you'll give 30 days, which means you're 12 hours ahead, because the orbit already finished 12 hours earlier, and between the two, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. You have a little shirayim here, which in Kiddush HaChadosh, we work out. We work out. Huh? We're Michael. No, we're not Michael. We're not Michael anything. These things are not Michael, because they catch up on you. If you're Michael today, it catches up tomorrow, Okay. It's like, it's like interest. <laughs> don't ignore it. And with astronomy, it gets serious because they don't play games. It's not like people. You know, the sun and the moon, there's no chachmas. It's It's a gate. Lo as the Pasuk says. By the way, this is where two days Rishchidosh came in to Jewish, to Jewish life. Because why do we do two days Rishchidosh? Why is that? Rishchidosh is supposed to be one day, not two days. So when the month is 29 days, you take Rishchidosh one day. When the month is 30 days, why is Rosh Chodesh two days? So we're going to see this sugi later in Rosh Hashanah. It's going to get very lebedic. But the key, one nekudah is because day 30 is really Rosh Chodesh. 
right? Mm-hmm. When we're doing day 30 and day 1, day 30 is really Rishchidosh. Why is day 30 really Rishchidosh? Huh? Huh? Sometime, day 30 is really the beginning of the month, even though we're making Rishchidosh the next day, which is day 1, but day 29. And then you have day 30 is Rishchidosh. So therefore, we have that concept of two days Rishchidosh. Comes Reb Meir and says, this was kept religiously. It was never changed. In other words, they always kept a system that all the months of the year, one should be 29, 30, 29, 30, 29, 30, without a change. If this is the case, now, two days. According to this, it means every single year has six months of 29 days, and every single year has six months of 30 days. How much is six times 29? Six times 29. We have an accountant here. 174 days. So you have 174 days. Good. Now you have six months of 30 days. How much is six times 30? 180. Together, 174. And 180, what do you have? You have 354. This is how our lunar year became 354 days. Shinnon Dalit. Today, for example. How much is our year? 354 days. That's called a normal lunar year. You take six months of 29, six months of 30, you have 354 days. That's the end of our lunar year. According to this, says Reb Meir, if you take now all the days of the year, 354, and you divide them by seven, because we want to put them into weeks. So you divide them into units of seven, seven, seven. Every single year is going to have 50 complete weeks. 50 complete units of 7 with an extra of 4 days. 354, put them into units of 7, you're done, complete, but you have an extra 4 days. These 4 days, that's always going to be the difference in weekdays between the Yom Tif of one year and the same Yom Tif the next year. So if Rosh Hashanah came out this year on Shabbos, Reb Meir says you automatically know next year it's going to be Wednesday. Next year, okay, we'll see. Next year it's going to be Wednesday. Why? Because Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. It's not going to be Shabbos again because it's 354 days. You need to give me an extra four days. So the next Rosh Hashanah is going to be on Wednesday. If Shavuos was on Sunday, the next year Shavuos is going to be on Thursday. Oh, yeah, very good. And if it was a leap year, then the difference is going to be Chamisha. Why? Reb Meir holds the leap year, you'll always make the leap month. You'll always make 29 days, which means you have 29 days in the extra other that you're adding. So that means you're adding, you're adding four weeks and a day. You're adding four weeks and a day, right? Because what's 29 days? You have seven, 14, 21, right? Another seven is 28. But that's not four weeks. I have one extra day. So you gave me an extra day. So therefore, you're going to have five days between Yom and Toivim. So if Rosh Hashanah was Shabbos, and you have a Shana Mubaris, Rosh Hashanah is going to be on Thursday. According to the Shittah of Achirim, Shavuos will always come out on the sixth day of Sivan. Because Nisan and Ir, one will always be full, and one will always be missing. So the 50th day will always be on the sixth of Sivan. So if so... A story where the man was maktish the behem on the sixth day of Sivan won't work. Why? Because the next year on Vav Sivan he has his Yom Tif already. It's not like in our case we said Shvuas was a Sivan. 
So therefore, Vav Sibani didn't have Shavuos. So you Makdashit Vav in the morning, it was already after Shavuos. And the next Vav is before Shavuos. No! You Makdashit Vav in the morning, yeah? You're still at, you have Shavuos left. Ah, you don't have the whole Shavuos. Ah, you don't have the whole Shavuos. It's not fair. No problem. But the next year Vav in the morning, you have the whole Shavuos. Because you have half of Shavuos of this year and half of Shavuos of next year. So you over Since you over you don't need a story of a year without three Yom There's no such a thing. That's the shit of You don't do that. In our calendar, Taka, we do this. We have sometimes two. We have So why can't it be two months straight Mali and then two months later? You won't get the Cheshmer, won't work out. You still won't have an issue of Shavuas being Hay or Zayah. Look, look in Ashi. Take a look in Ashi. It's only within that all the months of the year, one is Malay and one is Chaser. Ve'ed me'abrin, ve'ed me'chasrin, shum chaydish l'tzorich. Reb Meir holds, there's no way you add a day or you make a day missing for any reason. You stick religiously to this system. No, no, re, no excuses to say, we need another day, we're taking out a day. No. So your years are three fifty four. So your year is fifty complete weeks, missing four days. You know, you have another four day surplus. And that is what makes the difference of the calendar of one year. What do we mean the calendar? Which day in the week the Yom Tovim will be this year or any day of the year? Which day in the week will they be from the year before? The leap month is always 29 days. So it's going to make a difference of one extra day. From four, it became five, because you had an extra month. By the way, the way it's by us, the way it's by us, we have, our calendars generally follow this, besides Cheshvan and Kislev. Cheshvan and Kislev sometimes are both 30, Sometimes both 29, and sometimes 29 and 30. And therefore our years today always alternate between three options. What's called Ashana Meleya, a full year which will be 355 days. Ashana Chaseira, a missing year which will be 353 days. And then the regular year, Shana Kisidra, which is 354 days. That always depends by us today on Cheshvan and Kislev, which can be three options. Davavam at base, 14 lines from the bottom, approximately, I think 14 or 15. The line starts Chamisha. Vimaisa Shanamu Vares Chamisha, there's a Boyed Abzeda. Boyed Abzeda, Yoydish Mahu. The Gemara now here on Davavam at base on the bottom addresses a new question that has not been addressed till now. We have established at length based on a Pasuk in Parshish Kiseitze, that when a Jew makes a pledge to bring a carbon, to bring a sacrifice, either it's a carbon that he's obligated to bring without his pledge. For example, 
a carbon chatos that he has to bring for uh, desecrating Shabbos by mistake. Or it's a carbon he's obligated to bring for another reason. It's Yom Tif and he has to bring... Uh, he has to bring certain uh, the the carbonus of the Yom Tovim, or whatever the form of obligation it is, or he obliges himself through a neder or a dava, or other forms of obligations that the Gemara discussed: hektish, trumas, maisrus, and so forth. On all of them, the Torah establishes that number one, there is a mitzvah to bring them on the first Yom Tif, when you're going to be coming to the Beis HaMikdash. Whether it's Pesach, or Shavuos, or Sukkot, we learn now that there's a mitzvah to bring them on the first available Yom Tif after you make your pledge. What if you did not? You did not fulfill that mitzvah aseh, which we learn out from the Pesach, Vosavahavesa, in Parshas Re'eh, when you're coming, you should bring whatever you got to bring. If you did not do it, you did not fulfill that mitzvah, Vahavesim Shama. But then there is a second mitzvah, and that is a negative mitzvah. Bal ta'acher, don't delay your pledge. But for that, you wait three yamim ta'ivim, your time is much longer. You have Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, and if three yamim ta'ivim passed, and you still did not bring your pledge, it's not only you will a mitzvah asik, but now every day that you don't bring it, and you're capable of bringing it, you're over on a mitzvah's The Torah says, don't delay it, and you're delaying it. I should just note, the Rambam points this out in Hilchis Maisar Kabanas, it's a lav she'en by Maisa, so therefore ain't like in a lav. There's no penalty on this lav. It's not like other lavin, that if a Jew violates them, he would receive lashes. This is not such a lav, because there's no action involved. It's not like eating chelev, right? It's not like eating um, uh, the fats of an animal that's not kosher. There's no lav of Maisa, you're not doing anything, you're just passive, you're not doing something. So therefore, there's no penalty of Malkus. When we speak about Balta Acher, it's not, there's no practical ramifications in terms of a penalty, of a punishment. But it's, it's a mitzvah's loisasa. The person violated a loisasa. After three Yom Tevim. Comes Reb Zayda, and he now asks a new question. An interesting question. By Reb Zayda. Yodish Mahu. What's the din by a Yodish when it comes to Balta Acher? When it comes to violating Balta Acher? What's the question of Yodish Mahu? So Rashi says, what do you mean Yodish Mahu? It's your own? Yeah, what's the difference? Rashi says, Al Neder Aviv. His father made a Neder, and his father passed away. Now as a Yodish, he is responsible to bring the carpet to the base of Mikdash. But you know what? He's procrastinating. Is he over on Baal Ta'achir or not over on Baal Ta'achir? What would be the reason yes, and what would be the reason no? You would think, if he's obligated to bring it, because his father is not here anymore, so the Balta Acher would apply to him also. Why would you exclude him from this mitzvah Balta Acher? But before the Gemara gets into the two sides, first we have to establish, is it always a Yodish always has to bring the karbonus of his parents, of his father, or his mother? Is he yeah, mechuyiv to bring it? So Rashi says, I'll nether of it. This carbon. Oh. So let's see. So Toysus just clarifies, Pasha, the facts when you're mechuyev, when you're not mechuyev. And I should just add one th- detail, and that is it can't apply to a carbon chatos or a carbon ashim. If you remember, one of the five types of chatoyas that is left to die is chatos shemesu ba'alah. Once an owner of a chatos dies, there's no room of offering that carbon. 
Why? A sin offering needs an owner. You don't yarshin sins. <laughs> you don't yarshin sins. It's a big thing, right? You can... <laughs> you yarshin a carbon shlamim, yeah. A nether, yeah. A nedava, yeah. An oila, yeah. Everything, yeah. Gratitude, you can yarshin. Sins, guilt, don't yarshin. It's enough his guilt, it's enough your own guilt. It's an important idea in life. So you know your own. You don't have to. You don't have to project your father's issues. So it comes to a chattas and an asham. There's no such a thing. He has a. He has a. He has an animal waiting. He passes away. Not an uncommon story. The son wants to bring the carbon chattas. There's nothing to do. I cannot bring a carbon chattas for my father. Carbon asham for my father. So we're not talking about that. That's obvious because there won't be about the acher there because you can't can't do anything with it. We're talking about other carbonas. Neder of so Toysus clarifies exactly the details. Yoyrish Mava Baltacha. See, he says number one, the Yoyrish Chayev Lahavi. The Yoyrish is Mechuyev to bring the Karbonis in which his father or mother were obligated. Kedetnambe Mesechtekinin, it's a Mishnah Mesechtekinin in Pedic Bays, or Maisila Bechamaduchti, and it's brought in different places in Shas. Haisha, a woman. And this is a woman who gave birth to a baby. She's Mechuyev in two Karbonis. Oh, Yaledis, a Kimpetar, somebody who gave birth, she's Mukhev in a carbon chatas and an oil. Hey, via chatas, she already offered her chatas, she brought it. Or Mesa, she passed away, but she did not bring her oil. So the halach is, Yaviyu Yershim, I lost her Yershim, her ears, offer and bring her carbon oil. That's a clear Mishnah that we see that the Yerush brings the oil, thank you. Umashma, the Pedic, the Kedushin. In the first Pedic of Kiddushan, Dafyud Gimel, it seems, the Laman, the Amar Shibuddha Lavdai Raisa. According to the opinion that a lien on your property is not biblical, it's talking about Kishihifrisha Mechayim, only when she already separated the animal <coughs> as a carbon from life. We'll see in a moment what this means. Ulaman, the Amar Dai Raisa. However, the other opinion of old Shibuddha, a lien on the property, is Minatayra. Then Then even though she didn't separate it when she was alive, she did not sanctify it. Yes, you would still be mechayev. What is Toysus telling us here? There's two ways of looking at it. If the lady or the father, whoever it is, already chose an animal, this sheep is a carbon oil or a carbon shlomim, either it's a nedir or a nedava, or they're obligated to do it. So it's already a holy animal waiting to go to the Beis HaMikdash. They unfortunately passed away. The Yorish is Mechuyif to bring it to the Beis HaMikdash and do everything. Now the question is, is he over on Balta Achim? If the Yorish waits, Pesach, Shavu, Sukkot, wants to bring it after Hanukkah, is he over on Balta Achim or he's not? That's going to be the question. But what if they did not separate an animal, Mechayim? What if they're just Mechuyif to bring the animal? For example, they made a nether and then they pass away. What now? Am I also mechuyev as a Yerush? Or not? If there's an animal waiting, it's already a carbon, it's hectish. What am I supposed to do with it? Own it? It's not mine, it belongs to Hashem. Of course I have to do it, this is what a Yerush does. I'm mechuyev. But what if they didn't do? They're just obligated to bring a carbon. So now there's no mamashas dikah, there's no animal. This is dependent on another question. And the question is, shibudah doiraisa, or shibudah lav doiraisa, meaning, if I own something to hectish, for example, I made a neder, is there a lien on my assets that Hector has? Is, is that a din min that there's a shibut on my nechas? If there's a lien on my property. Now, I'm a Yorish. I mean, the father, the father passes away. Now the Yorish comes. 
And the Yarshu is the father's property. Wait, there's a part of the property, Hector has a lien on it. So you first got to pay that up before you take it. So therefore, he's obligated to bring that carbon. If Shibud the Lav the so then may not turn it, there's no Shibut. Then this Gemara would be talking about only a case where Hifrisha Mechayim, if the animal was actually separated. So Toysavus gives gives both uh, both options. If you say that Menatoida, a person's properties become Meshubah, they become subjugated. There's a lien on this property for all of his debts. So the moment the father and mother made a nether, what happens? They're Nechasim. Their assets are now Meshubah, are subjugated to the carbon. So even though they didn't separate it, the Yerush is still Mechayim to bring it. If you say Shibuda, so the Nechasim of a person are not Meshubah, to pay up his debts. So therefore, only if they actually separated and segregated the animal is the Yerush Mechayiv to bring it. But there's certainly situations, according to everybody, where he's Mechayiv to bring it. And Taisva says, at the end of a Pedic Yesh which is a Besechta Pechayiv, Nami Yomar, he also says that the Yerush Mechayiv to bring the Karbonus Chayiv of their father. He speaks there about Oilas Re'iyah, Ma'la Halon Yerushin Chayovin Ba'oilas Re'iyah Shalavihen, the Yerushim Achayev to bring the Oilas Re'iyah of their father. Again, we see the precedent for this concept. Now the question is, is the Yerush over on What are the two <coughs> questions? What are the two sides? Zakhtar B'zeir. Kisidr, let's go back to the original Pasuk. The original Pasuk of Balta'achir reads in Parshish Kisaytze. Again, if you have it on the sides of your Gemara, great. If not, I'll just read it. Kisidr, neder, ladenoya lehecha, loisa achir, l'shalmai, kidarir, shidrishenu, ladenoya lehecha, me'imach, v'haya v'cha chet. When you are going to pledge a pledge to Hashem, your God, do not delay paying it up. Hashem will demand it from you, and there will be a sin in you if you delay it. The words are kisidar neder. Kisidar neder means, sidar in Lashon Kodesh means, when you will make a neder, when you will make a pledge. Zakhtar Bzeir, kisidar neder l'Hashem alakecha l'Sachel l'Shalma. Kisidar neder amar achmona. The Torah says, Kisidr neder. This means, you who made a neder, if you delay it, you transgress a lot. Vaha, this man, loy nodar. He did not make a neder. His father made a neder. He never made this neder. So therefore, even though he's obligated to bring it, why is he obligated to bring it? Because that is the duty of a Yerush. But since he did not make the neder, the mitzvah of ta'acher, bal ta'acher, doesn't apply to oidilma. Or perhaps there's another way of looking at it. And that is, because there's another Pasuk that we have been quoting, and this is the Pasuk in Parshish Re'eh, and this is the source for the fact that there's a mitzvah's essay to bring your carbon by the next available Yom Tev. And we go back to the Pasuk in Parshish Re'eh. And again, What does the Pasuk say? And this man is mechuyev. He's mechuyev to bring the nedarim of his father. So therefore, he would be over on baltach. Okay, this needs a little hasbar. Is the essay. It's not the love, right? So it's very interesting here what the Gemara, what the Bzeid is saying. The first side, I think we understand clearly. I'm a Yiddish, I have to bring the Behemoth, I got it. Okay, again, whether the Behemoth is already a carbon or I have to go and buy the animal on behalf of my late father, 
Okay, that's a question. But uh, in many situations, I have to bring the animal. I didn't make the nether, though. He made the nether. I'm just implementing what he did. So therefore, there's no baltach. So even if I delay it, I'm good. I did not. I was not over in the list. My father would have been over. I'm not over. But what's the second option? Second option is there's another pasuk. What's the other pasuk? The other pasuk says you should come to the place that Hashem cho- chose to dwell over there. The Makam Hashchina, which is the po- it's interesting in the whole Chumash, you don't have the name Yerushalayim. That's a very interesting phenomenon, that in the whole Chumash you don't even have once mentioned the name Yerushalayim. It only says, Makim HaShayif HaShem, Makim HaShayif HaShem. Okay, yeah, I mean, the famous Toysavis, I mean, the Masech is that Malki Tzedek Melech Shalem, Avram called it Yira, and Shem called it Shalem, so Hashem said we'll make a a shidduch of both names, Yerushalayim, Yir and Shalom. But I mean an explicit name, Yerushalayim, you don't have a chamesh shechum shatayim. So, b'meila. But it says, come to that place, which is interpreted as the Makkah Mashchina, which once the Beis <coughs> was established, that became, of course, previously it was in other places. Right? There was in Noiv, and Givoin, and Gilgal, and Shiloh, of course, most of the time. But then ultimately, it comes Yerushalayim, the Makkah Mashchina. So that's where you should come, Uvasa Shama. You don't offer it in your courtyard. Vahavesem, and you bring there all the karbanas. The Gemara teaches, Uvasa v'havesa. Uvasa Shama doesn't mean you should come there, and when you come there, you should bring it. Uvasa Shama also means when you're going to come there because you're obligated to come there, you're going to come there because you're obligated to come there. Pesach Shavu Sukkot, Aliyah Leregel, you have to come. When you're obligated to come there, Uvasa Shama v'havesa. You have to bring. What do you have to bring? Whatever you're obligated to bring. This is a mitzvah's essay. And from here we learned earlier that everybody holds that there's a mitzvah's essay, that in the first available Yom Tov, when you're mechuyiv to come, uvasa, there's a din v'havesa. And if you don't, you mevatel a mitzvah Now the question here is, I'm the child, I'm the Yiddish. I didn't make the nether, emes. But is there a chiyuv on me to come Pesach to Yerushalayim? Of course. Not as a Yiddish, as a Jew. <laughs> Once I'm mechuyiv to come to Yerushalayim, am I mechuyiv to bring any carbon that's on my list that I have to bring? Yeah. Is my father's animal part of that list? Of course it's part of that list. You say I'm a chuyif to bring it. You say I'm a chuyif to bring it. You're telling me I didn't make a nether, but I'm a chuyif to bring it. If I'm a chuyif to bring it, do I go into the category of Uvasa Vahavesem? I go into the category of Uvasa Vahavesem. But Mela is Rabzeda Mechadish, therefore I should be over on Baal also. So you'll ask a question. Well, one second. Tell me that if the Yodish doesn't bring it, he's Mavatla Mitzvah How suddenly did the Yodish become a chuyiv in Baal That's a little difficult to understand. Say the Yodesh was mevatel mitzvah's essay. The B'zayda didn't ask that. The B'zayda said, is he mechuyiv in Baal So you have to say, l'cha'ira, yeah, the emesis, the meir holds, you mechuyiv in Baal if only one yom tov passed. Why? Because of Vasa Shama Vavesa. He says, since the Torah gave that as the time, same thing, same thing. Uh, so we have to use that svara and say that even the Chacham who disagree with Reb Meir and they hold Baal Ta'acher is only after three Yom Tovim, not after one Yom Tov. Why do they disagree with Reb Meir? Because in Parshas Re'eh they have a whole extra posik. Sholish pomen bashon yira kol schur chuspina shem alechechem amokim asher yifcha b'chag amatz u'b'chag ashavuz u'b'chag asukas v'leiros ponai reikam v'leiros pina shem reikam like we say in the Musaf of the Yom Tovim of Shalosh Regalim and Chalamayit. And those three words, those words, Bechag HaMatzah, Bechag HaJuz, Bechag HaSukas, 
were superfluous, as we learned earlier in Davdalad. Why? Because the whole parish is talking about the three Amim Tevim. It could have said at least three times a year. Shalish Pa'amim Eile Bashana. Yira Kos We know what these three times are. We know that it's not Tu Bishvat and Lag Ba'imer and Pesach Sheini. We know we're talking about Pesach Shavuot Sukkot. So it's completely superfluous. So the Chachamim said that that was the way that Moshe Rabbeinu indicated a pshat in Baal Ta'acher. Baal Ta'acher needs a pshat. We don't know what Baal Ta'acher means. A week, a month, a year, a hundred years, fifty years, what's Baal Ta'acher? So the types of Baal Ta'acher is Chagamatzus, Chagashvuz, Chagasukas. So over there they argue with Reb Meir and they say what? You can't say this Baal Ta'acher in one Yom Tif. We have another Pasuk with three Yom Tif. And we discussed before what Reb Meir does with Chagamatos, Chagashvos, Chagasukas. That's the, that's the earlier Sugyan Davdalat. So over there, you have a limud b'chagamatos, b'chagashvos, b'chagasukas. So therefore, uvasa shama v'avesim, shama you only use for what? From mitzvah's asay. Not from mitzvah's loisus. So you have to bring it on the first yomtif. But now the question is in other places, in other situations, when there is a mitzvah of a basa shama v'avesim shama, so we're going to say, if the Torah was mechai of you to bring it, so if you don't bring it, you're over on a balta'acher. In other words, they don't argue with the main in principle. If you don't bring it, when you're supposed to bring it, you're over on a balta'acher. They agree. Ubasa Shama Vavesam Shama, Reb Meir says, you were supposed to bring it, you didn't bring it, you're over on a balta'acher. With Reb Meir, they argue about the timing. It's not after Yom Tif, it's after three Yom Tif. But now let's talk about this Yodish. Is this Yodish even about Tacher? So we say, since he's Mechuyev and Uvasa Shama Vavesim Shama, so if he didn't bring it, if he didn't bring it, he's also in the Klal of Baal Tacher. They agree with that. Elamai, the timing would not be after one Yom Tov, the timing would be after three Yom Tov. It's a question, right? from when the fathers. You want to know which three Yomim Toivim. Does it mean three Yomim Toivim? In other words, if the father passed away after Pesach, so he has only Shvuas and Sukkis, or he has his own three Yomim Toivim. It would be his Shvuas, his Sukkis, his Pesach. It would seem like ganz clear that he gets his own three Yomim Toivim. Again, <laughs> he can't take everything. It wouldn't be fear that his father passed away, let's say his father passed away after Shvuas, yeah? So what are you going to say? So his father already had two Yomim Toivim. So now he only has Sukkot, and then he's over on Baltach. He would have his own three. He would have his own Sukkot, his own Pesach, his own Shavuos. Because he's responsible for when it went over to him. You know, There are still boundaries. There are boundaries. I can't take responsibility for everything of somebody else. It just doesn't work. The whole reason you're giving me three Yomim Toivim is to give me some breathing space. But you're not giving him any breathing space. Sayyid Ayasim, Sayyid Avzagin Kadir, Sayyid has to daven three times a day, and Sayyid has to run to Yerushalayim because he's not giving him any breathing space. Abyssal Yashid, Avman Achabin, yeah? So I don't think Pshat would be that he takes over the Yom Tovim of his father. Nishtat Kedekach. But those are the two sides. No, Lishitas said, there's Alba Shaila, no? So that's Reb Zayda's dik. It says Kisidor Nadir Lashem Alakech. So you could say Kisidor Nadir is just Dibur Hakasav Bahayva. Usually, the guy who makes the Nadir has to bring it. It's not a Dinli Kuva that if I didn't make the Nadir, there's no Baltach. That's one side of learning it. That Kisidor Nadir is Lavdafka. Or we say no. There's no source to say it's Lavdafka. Kisidor Nadir means Kisidor Nadir. 
But then you have a second possible. And he has to bring it on Yom Tif. If he didn't bring it on Yom Tif, he's Mechayvim Baal Tachir. Again, we don't agree with Reb Meir that it's one Yom Tif. But if you don't bring it, you delayed. And if you delayed, that's Baal Tachir. There's another possible. It applies to the Yerush also. So this is a word that automatically translates in Baal Tachir. Into the Pasuk Baal Tachir. Elamai, we're adjusting the times. We're not doing it one Yom Tif, we're doing it three Yom Tif. But it's an interesting word that because he's mechuyiv unuvasa, so therefore he's even on baltach. V'hamechayiv he's mechuyiv. Tashma, come in here. The Tani Rebchia Rebchia learned. He taught in a brayse. Take a look at the continuation of the pasuk. A very interesting diok. It says, "Kisid enedel Hashem alakecha leisachel l'shalmei kidarish yidrishenu Hashem alakecha meimach." Now, of course, the word meimach is completely unnecessary. When you make a promise, don't delay paying it because Hashem is going to demand it from you. Obviously, from you. From who? From your shvigar? From your elder Baba's cats? Of course, from you. What's me'imach? So the Bzeda Rebchia said, me'imach pratli yorish. The word me'imach is telling you this. He's going to demand it from you, not from anybody else, including not the yorish who's mechuyiv to bring it. Me'imach from you and not from your ear. Veloy me'yorish. In other words, from the yorish, he's not going to demand it. He's not mechuyiv in Baltach. That's the me'imach. Frag the Gemara, one second. V'hai me'imach mi We learned earlier in Davdale, the Gemara went through the whole Pasuk and analyzed how every word includes other categories to put them into Baltach. What did we say you learned from me'imach? A very interesting limit. There's a Pasuk in Mishpatim. Im kesef talva es ha'ani imach. You're obligated to lend money to a poor person who is with you, imach. So we learn when it says here, it's referring to things that you give to a poor person who is imach, who is with you. In other words, me'imach means from that which is with you, in other words, from that which you have to give to the poor person who is with you. Leket shikhopeh, as we remember is, when you are harvesting your grain, your produce, and stalks fall from your sickle or from your hand, you have to leave them. Shikha is, you have a shiva bundle and you forget it. You can't retrieve it, you have to leave it to the poor. And pay is the corner of the field. And for the So how could you use now this me'imach from Eloi Me'yodish? You already used me'imach for like a chikhopeya, that they're all part of Balta Acher. In other words, if I cut the corners of my field and I take it home, and I delay it, I delay it, so then I'm even a Balta Acher. And for the Gemara, Kribe Imach or Kribe Meimach. There's two details in the word. You could read and focus on the Imach, but you also have to focus and read the Mem Meimach. Meaning, just to teach you, like a the Torah could have just used the word Imach, like in Parshish Mishpatan, in Kesef Talve Ani, Imach, the Ani with you. So you could have said, Kidare Shidrishenu Hashem Alekecha, Imach. The extra mem, meimach, Reb Zayda, learns from this, Reb Chia learns from this, memcha v'loi miyodesh, meimach prat liyodesh, zok rashi, kri beimach umeimach, v'dorish beitarchi. You learn two limudim from the word. The imach mashmalei chalke shalani. Just imach, kidorish yedrishen ha'ashem alakech imach, he'll demand it with you, that's the part of the ani that is with you. 
We, we, in other words, the Torah associates the poor man as being with you. He's not a stranger. He's not an alien. That's the reason you help him. He's with you. He's part of you. So could have said, which is really intimating, that's why he doesn't have to say, even though I'll be dictated, you'll say, God demands it from you. God demands it with you. I demand something from you, not with you. But if we're taka learning that the word is extra, and the whole reason Moshe Rabbeinu inserted that word, is to teach you like it should chupaya, could have said imach. What's the mem? The extra mem, which was unnecessary for tzedakah, for like it teaches me to exclude the Yiddish. So therefore, we have here a psak that the Yiddish is not over on bal ta'acher. Now, the Sfasemes makes a diuk here, and this is really the question you raised. He says maybe the Meimach is just teaching you that the Yodish is not Mechuyev in Balta Acher after three Yomem Toivim passed from when his father made the promise. But he's Mechuyev after his own three Yomem Toivim. In other words, maybe we could say Meimach is Pratli Yodish. Emes. But what is it excluding? It's excluding that the Yodish is not obligated to live up to the expectations of his father. So if his father made a neder, Pesach passed, Shru is passed, his father passes away, Erev Sukkot. Now, Sukkot passes, you might say, he's over on Baal He has to bring it for his father. So Me'imach says, no, no, Pratli Yodish. Pratli Yodish. You have your own three Amim but you would still be over on Baal so Hashem says the Gemara wouldn't even think so, because that has no logic. To impose that on the child does not make sense. That just because he's a Yodish, therefore he has to accept everything from his father. Every normal Jew has breathing space. And he, a Kanish up, up, Ottoman, you give him no breathing, he's right away Mechoyev and everything. There's no logic to that. The Gemara doesn't even consider it. So therefore when it says, what does it mean? It excludes him completely and absolutely. The whole Balta'achet doesn't apply to him. He's obligated to bring the carbon, Emes. Why, Prat Yodish, why is he still obligated to bring the carbon? Hashem wants Ma'imach. No, the Balta'achet. There's no Balta'achet. As a Yodish, he's Mechoyev. Why doesn't it exclude him? No, no, because the Pasuk here is talking about the detail of Baal Ta'acher. The love of a delay, of delaying it, that doesn't apply to him. Maybe he could just get the, he could save his father from being over that. Well, far, you can't be over something after you're in the next world. You're over it. Then you're over it, but not automatically when you pass away, you're over it because you didn't bring the cover. So you could, he could accept you. No, but once that, but it's an honest, that's already an honest. You can't obligate him for that. That's not his father. That's not his father, but he's an honest. That's the biggest honest, just like a person who's sick. This is even more than illness. If you're sick, you're still every about the No. If you recovered, if you recovered, yeah. If you recovered, yeah. If he can't go, he can't go. He didn't do it, you're right. Not if, if he recovered. No, but at some point he has to recover, that's my point. Yeah, that he could bring it. That he could bring it. you're sick for three consecutive, for a whole year, and then you recover, you have a whole other year, you bring it right over. That's an interesting question. If he was sick, mamish a whole year... It wasn't, it wasn't sick of Pesach and Shavuos. It was. It was. It was. It was. The love of Baltacha. It's not. 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 It's not.
No, no, he says he recovers after yeah. a year. So, so does he have to bring it that day? It sounds like, yeah. Why would he have to bring it that day? I mean, the first, the first, uh, when he can, when he's recovered, when he recover, when he when he's healthy enough. Okay, so therefore, that's the Psak Halacha. A Yodish is not even a Baltacher. But again, the Yodish still has the Chiyuv to bring it in the first available Yom That wasn't taken away. The Vosav Ahavesim applies to the Yodish. It's just we took away the Baltacher. I, we said, Uvasa, he should already be delayed in Baltacher. He should already be obligated in Baltacher. We have a special posse that takes him out of Baltacher. So Baltacher, he's, 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 he's eliminated. But it still doesn't take away from him the Uvasa Vahavesa. When he's Mechuyev to come, he's Mechuyev to bring whatever he has to bring, whatever is on the bucket list. Since this is on his list, so this he has to bring. Bayed Abzayed asked another question. Huh? He could make. He could make. No, he, he can make a shliach. It's very easy to make a shliach. Actually, it's a good thing to make a shliach. The person himself can make a shliach. Huh? The ma'imach is eliminating him totally from Baltaacher. Forever, even after his own freedom. Yeah. Yes, that's the vart. That's the vart. That's the vart. Yeah, that's the vart. There's nothing left. Nothing left. That's what the Torah is being mechadish. That the Yodish is completely not mechuyev and baltach. Boy, the Bzei. It's his father's property. It's his father made it. There's an obligation. On the property, that's what it does. Say ben, it's yours. That's the yodish. I, you yarshin your father. I, I, you yarshin privileges. You yarshin the real estate on Fifth Avenue, and you also yarshin the sheep that got to go to the base of Mikdash. <laughs> you want to know if the father leaves no buildings on Fifth Avenue? Only leaves sheep on Beis Hamikdash. That's part of life. Then you go to therapy. <laughs> if you can afford it, right? They got to work it out. Yeah, yeah, together. Even though it's half a corpus. Yes, because it's the fathers. This is already, it's not, they're not splitting it up. No, but it's the father. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they got to, yeah. So they each pay half of the taxi. They each pay half of the taxi, but they each Right, yes, yes. So it's, it's an alternative key, of, in other words, if one of them does it, the other is planted, or they both have it. They're both, they're both responsible for it. It's okay. They're responsible, but one does it, and it's good. Yes, yeah, so he potters his brother. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. He's like a shliach for his brother. If there's many children, yeah. Next question, Abzaid asked a question. Very interesting question. First he asked about a Yodish, now he asked about an Isha, a woman. Is a woman Why not? All mitzvah loisasa in Yiddishkeit is a man and a woman identical. There's no distinction of mitzvah loisasa. Oh, so one second. She could make a nether for sure. She can make a nedava for sure, just like a man. She's mechuyiv in some karbonis, of course. Anisha's mechuyiv in karbonis. Whether the karbonis is lettuce, whatever it is. Yeah, she's mechuyiv. So what's the question about Tach? Me, Amlin, and do we say, a woman is not mechuyiv in seeing? The mitzvah of going to see the Beis Hamikdash on the three Yomim Tovim Pesach Shulus and Sukkos excludes women because the pasuk says in Re'ei Shalosh Pa'amim Bashana Yerah Kol Schurcha 
all your males should see as Pnei Hashem Alekechev HaMokam HaShivcha B'chag HaMatzah B'chag HaShivuza B'chag HaSukas. Clearly, the obligation of Aliyah Liregel, meaning ascending on Yom Tif to the base HaMikdash, is one on men and males. If she's not Mechuyiv in Aliyah Liregel, so then, Lamay Nafkemina, Baltachir is Baltachir, Zakrashi, Mi Amrin and Aloy Mechayva B'riyah, Diksiv Kol Shorcha, Vikivin Aloy Mechayva L'Meisak, Lemesek in Aramaic means to ascend, to be oil. But since she's not obligated to ascend, the time that we prescribe for Baltaacher, Baltaacher doesn't say a time, but we, Chazal, prescribe the time for it. Which time? Chag HaMatzes, Chag HaShavuz, Chag Why those three? Because that's when people are anyway oil l'regel to Yerushalayim. You're anyway going to the base of Mikdash. So it's almost like killing Two birds with one stone. Actually, quite literally, killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> or killing two animals with one stone. I should say slaughtering. So the, the question is, is the love dependent in the essence? Oh, so what's the question? No, no, no. Those issues where Baltacher doesn't have to do with Aliyah Leregel, the woman would be obligated like a man. I saw the Turei Evan says this, the Shagasari has a commentary on Rosh Hashanah called Turei Evan, or Sfasema says this. For example, we learned before that if a year passes without three Yom Toivim, right, or with three Yom Toivim, you're even about Tachir. Why? Because it's a year. That Lechayda would apply to a woman also. We learned earlier when it comes to Tztaka for poor people, Rav said it's not Negei Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkos. If the if the if the if the poor people are available and you made a pledge for Tztaka, you're even about Tachir, La'alta, right away. L'chayda, this would apply to women as well. However, the question is, Karbonus, which you're not giving to poor people in your city. Poor people in your city was with Aliyah L'Regel. That's why Baal is right away. Karbonus that are going to the Beis HaMikdash. And that's why we said this Chag HaMatzah, Chag HaShavuz, Chag She's not M'chuyiv in Aliyah L'Regel. So maybe this man doesn't apply to her. Oydilmor maybe. Ha'isa A woman is obligated in the mitzvah of Simcha. What's the mitzvah of Simcha? It says by all three Amim Toivim, the Torah says, V'samachta b'chagecha, Ata uvincha uvitecha. You and your son and your daughter. Son and daughter here refers both to Ata, Ata is you and your wife. Other psukim, V'samachta, you and your bias, your family. There's a mitzvah of simcha. When the Beis Hamikdash stood, what was the simcha that the Torah is referring to? So the Gemara famously says, V'samachim ain't simcha ela, V'basar, why? Why did we invent that Simcha is Bebasa? Maybe Simcha is something else. There's a Pasuk. Now, this means that on Yom Tiv there was a mitzvah to offer special karbonas known as Shalmei Simcha. So that Jews should be able to eat in Yerushalayim meat of the karbonas. If you're offering a carbon, the only place you can eat it is in Yerushalayim. You can't eat it outside Yerushalayim. If a woman is Mechuyiv in Simcha, so she has to come to Yerushalayim. She doesn't have to go up to the Harabayas, like the man who has to go up on the Why first day of Yom Tov, but she has to hang out in Yerushalayim. Why is that because of the definition of time? Because there's a special mitzvah, the Samach You're right. Right. No, no, but it says clearly, you and your bias. Beis is It says clearly. So if it says clearly, it says clearly. So Bimela, she's going to Yerushalayim. So that's his other tzad. Ah? Rashi says, 
It says, "Vesamachta bechagecha ato beisach osam parshas rei ato binchovitach." V'omar mar the Gemara says in Pesachim Koftes, "Bizman shemisamikdash kayim ein simcha ela bebasar shlomim shenemar vezavachta shlomim vachalta shom vesamachta lifnei Hashem alakecha." So we see that the simcha lifnei Hashem alakecha comes through the carbon shlomim ein simcha ela bebasar. So therefore, she's coming to Yerushalayim anyway. If she's coming to Yerushalayim anyway, so you could say that the Balta Acher of Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot does apply to her as well. But isn't it different the Simcha from men and women? Like... One second, one second. Abaya. Abaya tells the Bzeda, I don't understand your question. You're giving a question, your question already has an answer. It should be obvious to you, but typically, typically means you should take out this halacha, you should bring out this halacha from your words. Daha isa besimcha. She is mechuyiv in simcha. If she's mechuyiv in simcha, what's the difference? She's mechuyiv to go to Yerushalayim just like her husband. If she's obligated to go to Yerushalayim just like her husband, so then the same reason, you're taking Chagamatzis, Chagashvus, Chagasukas, and you're saying Balta Acher applies if these three Yamim Taivim pass because you're coming to Yerushalayim. So the woman has the same issue. If three Amim Taivim passed, she had a chance to come three times, she was Mechoyev to come three times, she didn't bring her kabbalas, she's having a maltach. So Abaye couldn't understand what Reb Zayde even thought. Like, why is there a question? Now, Hata, could you understand Reb Zayde's question? So I saw the Turei Evan says one thing, and the Svasama says, I don't know why he needs these headaches. Turei Evan says that the Chikir is, she's coming to your Shalayim, but she's not Mechoyev to come to the Beis Hamikdash. The carbonus you can't bring in your shalayim. The carbonus you have to bring in the base hamikdash. Now the distance, huh? Yeah. Now the distance is not that far. So for a man, your mamish mechuyev to come to the base hamikdash. Since you're mechuyev to come to the base hamikdash, your mamish going into the room. So what? Why aren't you bringing your carbonus? Do you say a woman would also have that same chi of a baltacher because she's anyway coming to your shalayim or not? The svasemis, however, says very gishmak. Fasema says, what's the source that Balta Acher happens after three Amim Taifim? From which Pasik? Shalash Pam Bashama Yera called Schurcha. That Pasik itself that talks about Aliyah Leregel, that's the source that Balta Acher is three Amim Taifim. Because they're Mufka from Aliyah Leregel, so even though they're Mechuyiv and Simcha, that helps me that technically she's there. So it's a Geshmake Inyan that I'm actually not stressing her out because she's there anyway. But Mitzad Din of Chagamatis, Chagashvuz, Chagasukas, that was said by Aliyah Leregel, which is said Dafka by men, so now when you're applying that to Baltach, it doesn't have to do with women. That was, that was, that was, those were the, that was the Suffolk by Abzeda. Comes up by and he says, I'm sorry, I don't see a doubt here. They're mechuyiv and simcha. They're coming anyway. Of course, there's baltach. You really think Abaya said this to the Bzeda? Abaya himself says, Abaya says, when it comes to Yomtif, the mitzvah's essay minatayra is that the husband has to make the wife happy. And how does he make her happy? Rashi says, Baila Masamcha. Bebavel in Babylonia, colored clothes. Beretz Yisrael, where the dress style was different, Bebigde Pishton HaMogohotzim. It's linen clothes. Linen, Mogohotzim uh, uh, um, are... Uh, pressed. Pressed. Crisp. Crisp and pressed. Mogohotzim is pressed. Linen, white, which is white. That's the Tzedin Eretz Yisrael. Hachi Yisrael That's what it says in Kedushin. What's, what's Rashi trying to bring out here? He's not getting into the Allah. He wants to bring out that the definition of Simcha is, you have to know what your wife likes. 
In Bavel, she likes one gift. In Eretz Yisrael, she likes another gift. That's, that's not now. Huh? That's not. That's the way somebody goes. Oh. <laughs> 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 they should take the credit card. They say, You're saying this is a new religion. You're saying this is a new religion? That's what Toysvis asks this question. You can ask, we'll learn in a moment. That's not going to be an excuse for your wife that Toysvis asks it. For here it's an excuse, not for your wife. From Rashi, you have here a big chiddush. The Pesachua <coughs> brings out here the Gavaldik chiddush from that Rashi holds that what the Gemara is saying is that Lashitas Habaya Simcha is always according to what your wife wants. Isha Baila Mesamcha. That means she chooses. If celebration for her is to come to your Shalayim and barbecue with you the meat of the Besamikdash, that's the Chi of Simcha. But if for her Simcha is a new mink coat, much more exciting than coming with your friends and eating meat in your shalayim from Karbonas. That's the chi of simcha, even b'zman shabbat samich to show you kai. Very good. You give the oidus flamen. Very good. So she's not mechuyiv. She's not mechuyiv. So how can Abaya come to the b'zayda and say, ha'isa b'simcha, Abaya himself holds, not isa b'simcha. Abaya himself holds, she's not mechuyiv. If she could, if she wants, and if that's simcha by her, then he has to... Then he has to. Uh, that's how he has to be a misamech. He has to arrange it. He has to arrange it. We'll see toys. We'll see toys. But Meila, according to this, it seems from Rashi clear that Abaya holds isha baila masamcha means that it always depends on the woman. That's why Rashi brings about bavel and eretz yisrael. Why is that megay in this gemara? In other words, it's based on yeah, it's based on accommodating the sensitivities. And desires of the woman. So if she wants simcha through Aliyah Liregel with her husband to eat the Karbashlam in Yerushalayim, great. If not, she's actually not Mechuyev, even Mitzat Simcha, and her husband could buy her beautiful clothes, and she's not Mechuyev in Balta Achin at all. Obviously not. There's no even relationship of her coming to Yerushalayim. So how can I buy a challenge of Zayda? That's the question. Of course, we should add, according to everybody, Bizman Hazer when there's no Simcha B'Basar, because we don't have the Karbon shlamim. Remember, Simcha B'Basar is not Stam uh, good ripstick. Simcha B'Basar means carbon shlamim. So it's ain't Simcha L'Basar, some people translate, the only way you could be happy is if you eat meat. Yeah, <laughs> or ain't Simcha L'Bayayin. It's referring here to the Basar of the, of the carbon shlamim. Yayin and Basar. There's a title from the Baal Shem Tev, ain't Simcha L'Basar. The only real Simcha in life is when you manage to sublimate your busser when you manage to to sanctify your busser when you deal with your busser you you bring in kedusha to your flesh that's the sim, ultimate simcha ain't in this world ain't simcha elab busser i'll call upon him so what's abaye's question to the bzeda so the gemara says you're right litvot of the bzeda karma abaye has no issue with this abaye holds a woman is not in the chayva of coming for simcha of shlaman and therefore Right? Uh, it wouldn't be a baltacher. But he's coming to say, the bzeda who holds, she is mechuyiv in chayva simcha basar shlamim. Of course, she should be chayiv in baltacher. There should not be a question. I can't understand the question. He says, according to you. 
Yeah. She made stamma nether. Yeah. Well, 24 hours. If it doesn't affect him, no. It's only nidre inu. It affects him. It's a I believe it's, uh, of course it would affect him. It does affect him. Unless it's the Tzitzah of Barzal. It's the Tzitzah of or there was something in the Ksuvah. It says, that he would give her a Right? In the Ksuvah. I mean, whatever. I don't know the arrangements. But, uh, if she says Harizu, would be a problem. If she makes a net, there's one thing. Harizu is a problem. Let's see Taisvus. Ah? That's how she was that... That's how Taisvis is going to learn. Rashi doesn't learn that way. Rashi learns that there's no chiv of shlamim. The chiv is to be misameach her in the way she pleases. It could be begadim. She wants to stay home and have begadim. She needs simcha. Is not about you. Simcha is about somebody else. I don't make you happy by taking you. I do uh, doing something that I like. That doesn't make you happy. If your wife's not happy. You're not happy. That's for sure. A miserable wife is a miserable life. Yes, that's what they say. The Gemara, where Chazal say, "Why?" Because he was there already. So, uh, so yes, but, but but there's a big nekuda here. I don't make people happy by doing what I like. To make your spouse happy, you have to be sensitive to what she likes, not to what you like. Simch is not about the person who's being misameach, it's about the person who's becoming sameach. That's a very important idea. People think we're going to have a great time. I'm going to have a great time. Me having a great time has nothing to do with you. That's a very, very powerful idea. So the whole idea of shlamim according to Abayi is not negayah. Okay. Toysus is going to ask a big question. Toysus believes that there was a chiv simcha bebasar. There was no option. That means the woman is obligated to come to Yerushalayim. So what do you mean? Abayah says, Isha Baila Masamcha with B'gadim of Masech the Kiddush. And Taisu says, that's B'zman HaChurban. B'zman HaChurban, we don't have this whole issue. People are not bringing Karbonas. The whole question is, B'zman HaBayah, is she having a Baltach? So you're now telling me he could give her clothes? That's Taisu's question. Let's see. Taisu Isha Baila Masamcha. Oh, before that, before that, let's see the previous Taisu's. Halesa Three very interesting Taisu's. Halesa Who's Halesa the woman is less According to this tzada would mean an old man who's not mechuyev to be a regal, a sick person who's not mechuyev, somebody who doesn't own real estate who's not mechuyev to be a regal, and anyone who's potter from Riyya would be potter in Baltaacher. So this would be a very interesting you said. It's not just a woman. Zilbasatayim, a woman is not mechuyev in Aliyah regal. That means somebody who doesn't own karka is not mechuyev in Baltaacher. Why? Because since he doesn't have to be Eilul Rega, so therefore he's just like a woman in this sense, perhaps. Next sad is the Isa Besimcha. No, if Isa Besimcha is us. Huh? The Pitla Asay would still be, because it doesn't work from Baltaacher to the Asay. It always works from the Asay to Baltaacher. Um, but the Asay is also Vasa. You have to be Mechuyev to come. The Asay also Vasa. You have to be Mechuyev to come. So, right. But the Haisa Besimcha, she's Mechuyev in Simcha. Zaktai says, Vekarina Ba. Uvasa shama vahavesim shama. Since she's mechuyev in simcha, so therefore uvasa she's mechuyev to come. Once she's mechuyev to come, vahavesim, vahavesim. And the chayyidet toisvus is bavarining here that even though chagamatzis chagashvus chagasukis says in the psukim of aliyah leregel, but uvasa vahavesim is not negayet aliyah leregel. Uvasa says when you're mechuyev to come. 
for whatever reason you're mechuyev to come, you're mechuyev to come for simcha. So you're mechuyev to come to Yerushalayim, ala makam ha-shev Hashem, so you're mechuyev in vahavesim. And once there's no vahavesim, you're over and bal ta'achir, as we explained before with the Yerush. So Abayah says, Isha is mechuyev in bal ta'achir, why could she's chayev in simcha? Frek de Gemara, Abayah said, Isha bal mesamcha. Pidish bekuntus. Bebavel b'gadim tzivaynim. Colored clothes. Beret Yisrael b'klay pishton amagohatsin. Pressed linen white clothes. Kedisa b'kidushin amasach According to Abaya, she's not mechuyev in shalmei simcha. V'kashi the Rabbeinu Tam dahan imili this halacha that a husband could give her wonderful clothes. Bizman as it was said nowadays, alav bizman should be something to shkayim ain simcha ele bebasik kedamar ba'arvi psachim. As the Gemara says in the last parak of psachim, arvi psachim daf kuftes that the Yudim say this says that bizman should be something to shkayim ain simcha ele bebasar. So you have to say that like Rashi, there's a big chiddush here. That it's not so partial, it ain't simchele babasar for the man and the woman if she wants. In the first pedic of Chagiga, the Gemara says, Amasnis, the Mishnah says, Ezo cotton, what type of child his father is exempt from bringing him to the to the base of Mikdash? If he can't hold the hand of his father and walk up, in other words, he's not old and mature enough to be able to walk up holding the hand of his father. So he is potter from Aliyah Leregen. So the Gemara says, it seems like he already came to Yerushalayim. He just can't go up from Yerushalayim to the Harabayas. Right? In other words, we came to the city. The question is, we now got to go up the mountain. Remember, Harabayas was a mountain. Today you don't see that it's a mountain because Adrian flattened it, lowered it by a thousand feet, and he flattened the Harabayas. So we don't see really the impact of the mountain. But Harabayas, Kishmoy Kainu, was a mountain. Temple Mount, as they call it. So you come to Yerushalayim, you just can't take him up with this hand from the bottom up the slope to the top of the Beis HaMikdash. But you're ready in Yerushalayim. Who brought the child till here? I don't understand. You say he can't climb up. Who brought him till Yerushalayim? Umeshani, and for the Gemara, till here, the Mechai ve'imei besimcha. His mother also brought him, because his mother is Mechuyiv in Simcha, so she came. Mashma, sheskuka lalas, mishum shalmi simcha. You see clearly that a woman is mechoyev to go. If not, the Gemara should say, one second, depends. Sometimes a woman never goes. If she doesn't want to, she doesn't have to. So how does the Gemara really think that Abaya meant that there's no Shalmi Simcha? So Rabbein Atam argues and he says differently. Baila Mesamcha means hachiyov al baila v'loy aleha. L'fichach le'karina v'uvasa A different word. She is mechuyev to come to have shalom simcha, b'zman shabbos amik to show But isha baila b'samcha. Rashi learned what pshat baila b'samcha. The husband has to give her what she likes. Toisvus learns no baila b'samcha. He brings it to your shalayim, but it's an obligation on him. You have to make her happy. It's not an obligation on her. Baila b'samcha. It's an obligation on him, and therefore the chiyuv is on the baal. If the chiyuv is on the baal, she's not mechuyev to come. It's a chiyuv on him. To make it so exciting that she should want to come. But Mela, the Uvasa, doesn't apply to her. So if there's no Uvasa, there's no Vahavesem. So therefore, there's no Baltach. She's not Mechuyev to come. If she's not Mechuyev to come, how could you say she's Mavatla Mitzvah Sasev Vahavesem? So therefore, there would be no Baltach. Lefichich Lekarina Vahavasa. And therefore, Hadakabe Bechagige. When it says in Chagiga the Mechayve Ime, his mother is Mechuyev in Simcha, it doesn't mean she's Mechuyev, it means Mishum Baila. Her husband is Mechuyev too. Bringer. Bringer. However, 
When we said before that giving her clothes is talking about nowadays, <coughs> just know that in Psachim we find even when the Beis HaMikdash stood, sometimes the obligation of Simcha was to give her clothes, because the Gemara says, Heicha Deloy Efsher, where it's not possible to be your Mesameach with a Shlomim, for whatever reason, Mesamcha Biksus Nakia, you're being Mesameach by buying her a new, a new dress, V'yayin Yashan, good old wine, for example, the first day of Yom Tev is on Shabbos, so you can't bring Shalmei Simcha on Shabbos. Erev Yom Tev, you also can't bring Shalmei Simcha. The Be'in and Zvicha B'Sha'a Simcha, you need the Shechita during the time of Simcha, so he gives her Ksus Nekiah and Yayin Yashin. So it doesn't mean that everything else was excluded besides the Basr. So this is very interesting. Even though she's Mechuyiv to come, it's not a Chiyiv on her. So you can't you can't now put her into the issue of a vosav avesim and bidiv abaltacher. Why? Even though lepoel she's coming. So you could say since lepoel she's coming, so she's a chiv on her baltacher. You say no, lepoel she's coming, but you don't say because she's coming and she's mechuyev to be there. Therefore, baltacher. No, that's the husband's. It's a husband's chiv. It's not a chiv on her. If it's not a chiv on her, therefore. We don't put the Baal Ta'achir on her. That's what Abaya is tining according to Nebzeda. So that's what Abaya is, that's what Abaya means by Isha Baila Masamcha. So the Gemara says, how can Abaya then ask Nebzeda that she should be Mechuyiv and Baal Ta'achir? And for the Gemara, Abaya was referring to Nebzeda's Shitta. It's interesting that the Rambam in Hilchis Maisachar Bonus, when he writes out the dinam of Baal Ta'achir, he says it's a Chiv on the man and on the woman. Both. That's how he paskins. <laughs> so now, the, according to the two shittas, how does it work? Loit Rashi isha baila mesamcha means there's bechal no chiyuv on her to come. Loit toisvus it seems Rabbi Natan is saying there is a chiyuv, but the chiyuv is on him, not on her. It's a chiyuv on him to be mesameich. Today, there's a big discussion. People say that happiness has to come from within. Nobody could make you happy. And that's true in a way. If you want to be miserable, nothing will help. But nonetheless, we see here a Yisaita. When it comes to a marriage, there's a lot of things that a husband can do to add simcha to his wife's life. So even though it's very popular to say today, you make yourself happy, nothing to do with me. But in a relationship, it doesn't work that way. Especially between a man and a woman, there's a tremendous amount of the obligation, the Torah gives an obligation on him. It's an obligation on him. There's a lot he can do to add simcha to his wife's life. <laughs> this class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.